On today's episode of What's Good Radio, we discuss the propensity for violence at Donald Trump rallies and whether that will affect his chance at the presidency of the United States. Plus, why the hell are NFL owners giving away all this money in free agency? Also, the one thing for Jake Stanley that's a bit of a deal breaker when it comes to dating. Disney, in terms of live action movies, has not had a good track record the last 10 years or so that I can really think of. Remember the Titans is a hit. Like, she said she hasn't seen the, she seen the movie. Remember the Titans. I was like, peace. So why don't you just show her the movie? Because I couldn't. No, nah, she was. No, nah, man. I'm not. I'm not this part where I'm trying to like lead kids to the promised land out here. You better go and see that. That makes no. That makes no sense. I'm not gonna watch that the movie no with sense. you without you having seen. I'll the movie. tell you. All this and more on What's Good Radio coming up right now. It's a movement. And now I'd like to talk about what's really good. It's time for What's Good Radio, where each week we examine the issues, discuss the facts, and try to answer the question, what's really good? As the man says, get your popcorn ready. It's lit. Hosted by Jake Stanley and featuring Jordan Jones. You just happen to be stumbling across Twitter and Instagram, and you see your queen taking pictures with Kyrie Irving. Marcel Ayers. She in the back making tea, taking naps, doing yoga, meditating. Everybody else in the crowd about to get ready to knock out a bouncer. Montel Hardy. The thing is, in this country, in all seriousness, you cannot make a great business without sacrificing ethics. And Dan Meehan. And then get on the, like, answer is being like, Dan, I know you're home. I see your bike. <laughs> Along with some Welcome special back, guests, Zach Hartford, Radio, Radio, I don't know if you're angry Knicks fans, a.k.a. Jumping Spider, the Lord, what is So join us on our quest, won't you? Right now. This is What's Good Radio. I hope that City Card reference didn't go over your head, folks. Think back to the high school literature. Woo! Got a good show for you tonight. Got two fourths of the panel on tonight. Two fifths, technically. Sharks in the Gulf of Mexico, so we wish him well and safe return, speedy recovery. Uh, he uh, got stung by a jellyfish earlier this week, but you know he shook it off because he's that. <laughs> so Eric Johnson out there swimming with sharks in the Gulf of Mexico. We hope to get him back very soon. Uh, Jordan Jones is currently whereabouts unknown, somewhere on the southwest side of Chicago. So we are sending him our, <laughs> sending him our prayers, and uh, we hope that he gets back home safely to uh, Phoenix. Illinois, just in case y'all thought he was not in Arizona now. Uh, so let's go, let's go ahead and introduce our panel for the night. Uh, starting, as we always do on the left, Marcel Ayers. Yo, what up? It's Marcel, a.k.a. Brass Chuckles, a.k.a. Lucky Minutes, a.k.a. Dab Judah, a.k.a. Chief Geef, a.k.a. The Walgreens Heartthrob, a.k.a. The True <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. The Walgreens Heartthrob, I forgot. I forgot about that. He said the Walgreens hard drive? Hey, like, my, that... my man said he worked at Walgreens and like he had his uh he had his game on point. I forgot about Oh that. really? Okay, okay. So he was out here getting numbers <laughs> at Walgreens, okay? No, I wasn't getting any numbers. I about to say, you know, you got these fifty year old ladies over here getting their prescriptions filled, but you over here, you know, calling some other I was over. I was like, I was at the register. I'm like, yeah. My manager be like, why you ain't, why you ain't get the number? I'm like, I got my girl. He's like, what that mean? I said, what you mean? <laughs> I said, what you mean? What I mean? 
Walgreens manager was not he was not playing it. Where can they Yo, find you out there, Marcel? Oh, you can find your boy on Twitter at I M underscore C E L eight nine. I'll be there tweeting random nonsense. If there's a game on and I'm watching it, I'm probably gonna tweet about it. Now I'm saying I will vaguely tweet about TV shows that I watch. I won't tweet everything, but I'll definitely be vague and tweet something. Um, you catch your boy on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash Lucky Menace. Your boy got that young Sonic EP coming out real soon. Real, real soon. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to figure out how many songs I want to put on there. Probably five. That's good. They're all going to be from Sonic 3. Okay. Sonic 3 and Knuckles probably to give myself a better... Uh, group of songs it's only six songs on Sonic 3 I need a little bit more than that but yeah check your boy be on the lookout for that I'm just gonna post it on Facebook probably and I'll let y'all have at it Kate by the ocean still still waiting still waiting so patiently hey (laughs) sitting there with with your hoodie blowing in the wind yeah, man. One day, sir. One day, you're going to turn Facebook upside down, and they ain't going to be trending because you made that remix. <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, I gave y'all the drama remix. Y'all liked it, so, I mean, it's solid. Nice. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. No, we good. We good out here. Square. Last but certainly solid. not least this week, Montel Hardy. Hey, this what they've been waiting for? Oh, my God. Everybody figured out how to do this. <laughs> He's just playing it off his phone. He gotta be. Uh, no, I'm just playing. I kind of like that, you know. But hey, it's Montel Hardy. I'm your uh, favorite meat meal looking like. So I kind of decided to start it off in little, you know, uh, dreams and nightmares. You know, that's how I get down. Uh, funny story. Like someone saw me at a bar like late last week and said that I look like him, and I was like, well, I might spit this verse. Except I didn't know the verse. <laughs> I have to have a meat meal verse ready um, for whenever I'm, you know. Whenever I'm out, but anyways, okay, you can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Montel NFL at M O N T E L NFL. I'm Dan's best friend, but Dan is clearly not here, so I guess our relationship is in some trouble. Um, oh, hey, I am the uh, two-time, oh two-time NBA 2K Executive of the Year. Now we doing the book of and- two hand while he's saying this. Oh yeah, yeah. If I was the five-time, I would be saying five-time, five-time. You know, but <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's me, and uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get some more nicknames, but you know, I'm right back like a left something. Hey, you're still a fraud though. Wow. <laughs> Montel, Montel gonna write that, gonna write that Meek Mill verse. You know, it's gonna be at the uh, volume of a slight murmur. Oh yeah, you got, it. Really, um, you got to scream. Yell out. I was just saying, you yeah. be like, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was. I actually am finished though. <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need to get some Kai T in, you know, and, and get get right, you know, a little Kai T. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready next time. That's all I can say. Well, Montel will be out here. Um, let's not forget our panelists that couldn't make it this week. As we said, Eric Johnson is out in uh, the Gulf of Mexico doing some underwater research. But you can find him on Twitter at Wang Chang Backup. That's at Wang Chang Backup, spelled exactly how you think it is. Dan Meehan is feverishly <laughs> preparing for these AAU tryouts come Saturday. So we want to congratulate Dan once again on becoming an AAU assistant basketball coach. Congratulations, Dan. We always knew you oh, had an man. AAU. Uh, you can be, you can find, he can be found on Twitter at Grizzly Gridiron. 
He'll be tweeting out his thoughts on the Bears' free agency uh, moves, which we'll be discussing later in the show. And, of course, Jordan Jones, as we said, is uh, somewhere on the southwest side of Chicago around uh, 67th and Western. So, again, safe returns, Jordan, safe returns. Keep your hands in your yeah. pockets and look down safe, the ground though. at all times. Yeah, do not look at anybody the wrong way. Do not reference the desert in any way, shape, or form. He'll be okay. He'll be Nobody okay. cares. Jordan, Jordan can be found on Twitter at EL underscore CO24. Uh, ho- hopefully, he'll he'll still be on Twitter after. after the Man, game. be straight. <laughs> I'm yeah, just messing. Be, be all right, all right so first of all, uh, I want to talk about this uh, this Donald Trump rally that's taking place tomorrow, I suppose, with everybody's hearing it today, uh, Friday, March 11th, at UIC Pavilion. There's been a lot of talk since Donald Trump is currently leading the Republican polls. I think we've gone back and forth a little bit about whether he has an actual chance to win the presidential election. Marcel says no. I say if he's leading, then there's a lot of angry people out there who still come out and vote. I don't want to get too far into that at the moment at the cost of getting off track on the rally topic. So this rally was announced a couple of weeks ago, I think. As I said, UIC Pavilion down off Racine and Harrison. And immediately people came out in a protest, a show of protest. The Latino students at the university organized a protest across five or six different student groups, I believe. I saw BYP 100 was in there along with the Association of Latin American Students. There were, there were a lot. There were definitely a lot. Oh, involved? Okay. I'm pretty sure they okay, had to be. Go. I mean, with all the stuff that my man says about about Mexicans and Hispanics in general, you'd know they had to be involved, dude. Yeah, yeah, they came out in the masses, but good for them as an organization. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's you hit that drone. Um, I heard the faculty, what? the USC faculty, planned a, a protest as well, like either a sit-down strike or a walkout or something, but the the university, uh, I, I don't have that definitively. That's just hearsay from my roommate. But I heard that they were planning a, a protest, but the university stepped in and said, "Nah, you guys go to work." Which I don't know if they, I don't know if that's a, if that's a thing they could do since it's a state-run, you know, it's under the auspices of state government. But whatever. But the main thing was that people were planning on buying the tickets. Since the tickets are free, tickets were free on Eventbrite. People were planning on buying the tickets and not going so that all the tickets would be bought, but nobody would come. Mm. Uh, that's actually right. pretty cool. That's smooth, right? Yeah, I guess slick. You know, I would do that. Um, I know that a friend of mine that lives nowhere near, well, I guess not nowhere near, I think they're in Savoy or Champaign, uh, she got two tickets, she's not going. Uh, there's a there's a rally in St. Louis a couple of days from now. Person I said, the you know, person I know bought tickets. They're not going. So it, how much tickets cost? Free. Can we, can we just are free. Mile? Oh, for real? Yeah, that's all. Let's buy right now. Actually. Right. You, there's a limit. Like you can get two tickets and it's general admission, but the tickets are free, which is why people were like, oh, well, we're just gonna go and reserve tickets and then not show up. Now, Lit. I assume that people could just give tickets away. You know, people don't come, but I got my two tickets, and I'm planning on going just to see exactly what goes. Like, I know that they've shown them on the news, and they've shown the these are the people that have voted for Trump, kind of like when they when National Geographic goes to some 
country that you've never heard of to show some tribe that you've never heard of. To that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what these articles are because you know people are so incredulous. National Geographic, I wait swear, a minute. Dude, you know people are so incredulous that people are actually voting for Donald Trump that they've got to go in and like embed reporters, drop them out of a helicopter. Like, we went to a Trump rally to see exactly who are his supporters. And it's just regular people. It's just regular ass people who are angry about some stupid oh. shit. But it's regular people. So I just want to go and see what's going on. Plus, I kind of want to get into a fight. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to get into a fight. And you keep hearing about some black protester or some protester getting, like, jumped or, or pieced up at these rallies. And it's like, all right. So, like, I just saw something where a dude was walking out. And he looked like he was chatting shit. Not to be, you know, not, I'm not going to say he wasn't. He looked like he was chatting shit. He looked like... Uh, when a dude gets ejected in a bat in an NBA game, and they mm-hmm. they walk out and they just yelling at the fans and shit like Joakim Noah, and then some dude like was mm-hmm. but there was some dude in like a a corduroy vest and a hat. This dude looked like a hippie from the back. He had long hair, and he was just waiting at the crowd at the top of these stairs. And as soon as my man passed him, he just hit him with the left hand like a sucker punch. And they knocked him down, and then a bunch of other people like jumped in. It was wild. It was wild as shit. So I want to see what happens with this, because I got to leave early, and I'm not going to say anything unless somebody starts talking about like my family or something like that. I don't. I just want to see what happens. That's all. I just want to be see like, what you know, you bitch man. Really, Chris, you, you putting your life out. in danger, B. You know, you, you got a death. You want to be the dude that gets stabbed at one of these rallies, my dude? But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, okay, it's kind of like I don't know how to describe it, but basically. They're going to prove their loyalty to Trump by picking on black people or minority. So it's not even personal, Chris. They just want to prove that they go the hardest for Trump. They just going. They're gonna try to offend you. They're gonna try to mess with you. Um, it's it's just not. Well, see, here's the thing. Right? I'm not trying to hear it. Like, I'm not. Oh, my bad, man. I'm not trying to vote for him. Obviously, I don't I have no intentions of voting for this crazy idiot. But I'm not, I don't necessarily, like, I saw people going in with, like, protest shirts, which is fair. I, I just don't, I don't have any protest shirts. I don't have stuff to make signs with. I think my, I'm going to go with my guy, most likely from, uh, from Barbecue Kitten. I told him on Sunday, he's like, yeah, can I roll? And he works not too far from there. So, but we don't have any poster board. I don't have anything to make signs with. You roll with Josiah? Oh, no, no, my man, uh, my man Jacob Kenobi. Oh, okay. No, Josiah okay. probably still down the Peoria. No, um, but, like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just, like, go out there and... if and, you know, I suppose if they say something real inflammatory, which you probably will. Which they will. <laughs> yeah, prepare yourself. Like, I would get heated enough to say something. But, again, I have to leave early. So, it's mostly... The door's open at 3 and the thing's at 6. There's something I... There's something I am uh, promised to go to at 7 o'clock at Walter Payton. So, I gotta bump out there. I gotta bump out of there pretty quick after they actually start. You're going to be in there for a good five minutes before you have to dip then. So it's five minutes enough for these protesters to piss me off so bad that I get into a Yes. Spot. It depends. Yeah, plus, you got to you you take me. into account the three hours that I'm going to be there prior with whoever. I mean, if you're talking about just them being them offending you, you, you might be able to give them a good hour just in, in, in a bubble, just them being stupid together and loving Trump. Okay, but personally, like, at you, I don't know, B. It depends on where you're at, but it's not like there's any good place to be at a Trump rally, you know. Like, if you're, you know, 
But I would just like if they do choose to engage you, then yeah, like Sal said, you got about fifteen minutes because uh, they're gonna try to make it clear that you don't belong there. And if you do, you don't belong gonna... here, man. But you yeah, they're not even gonna have southern. They're not even gonna be from the south, and they're gonna have southern accents. Oh wow. <laughs> And if you do, you know, and if they do see you there, they're going to expect you to have the same beliefs and opinions as them. So they're going to walk up here and say, man, isn't Obama the worst president they ever had, we ever had? Don't you agree, Chris? Like, they're going to just, they're going to just, niggas that believe us. You know, respect you for the rest of the time, you know, if you want to go on there. Yeah, that's the thing. You could be like a covert Republican or something like that, Chris. And as long as you don't make any of your beliefs known, I don't really think you'll be attacked, to be honest. But it's like I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out. What yeah, you'd be I'm like gonna... those black priests that that's sitting there endorsing Trump. Oh man, let's uh, let's not even. No, you know what? Let's go into oh, that. that. We gotta go into that. Hey. We gotta go into that. I, I I didn't look up the Trump girls, whoever those women were that were at his rally last week. That were just I I didn't even watch I didn't even watch the video with the sound on. I have no idea why those women were at his rally like shouting at the podium. I I don't know who they were. The Trump girls? I don't understand. It was like, like I didn't like supporting them. Okay, the kids, right? It's a couple. Of kids. Oh, okay, that's the tree. There was the freedom. The freedom. Uh, okay, so those were the dancers. Those were the the little dancers. But they. Oh, okay. They had uh, these like two or three young black women who were on stage at his rally. And they were, I, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch the video with the sound on. But they were just up on stage and they were just yelling and, and laughing. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at this on Essence.com. So this is on Essence.com. For, oh, this has uh, December 7th. So this must have been out for a while. Oh, okay. I bet they did this in this video. And then he brought them on stage like a couple of weeks ago. So, what did they do? Okay, so, as this is still loading, some good load times there, Essence.com, appreciate y'all. Hey, it could be a computer. Two black women, Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson, have become a viral sensation since they declared their support for the presidential candidacy of Donald Trump. On the stump for Trump, both women, also known as Diamond and Silk, sing songs celebrate Trump's immigration policy to build a huge wall at the U.S.-Mexico border and encourage black people to join the Republican Party. Uh, don't, yeah. It's a recruiting tool. Cool, dude. All right, so we gonna, I mean, he's paying them, okay? Any person not like him who's endorsing him is being paid, like, heavily, like, like, so so heavily, and uh, I just can't believe this is real. You know, like anyone out there, like yeah, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, this is really a thing, huh? Yeah, it is. It really, yeah. it really is a thing. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why. Okay, so that's why I got to go to the next question. Why is it not plausible that this dude could win this? Because people have not, you know, a joke is a joke until it's not funny anymore, and then you're like, okay, let's not let's stop telling this joke. They've been telling this joke for weeks and months and months, and the joke is still 
funny, it's still getting results. My man is still winning states in these primaries. My man is still carrying a large lead in the Republican primary. They had to bring out Mitt Romney, who was one of the dullest candidates for president of all time. Chris Christie's punk ass went over and supported him. And I feel like either Chris Christie didn't want to and somebody told him, you got to do this now, either in his support or within the Republican Party. They were like, yo, just suck it up right now and we'll get you this nomination in 2020. I feel like somebody told him that. Because my man did not want to be behind Donald Trump the other night. So when is this joke not like, how how are you gonna, how are people really sitting there? I didn't think most Republicans want to win. Doesn't have a chance to because win. this man, this is a setup, man. This is such a setup. Well, well, well wait, why would there be a setup, so? I mean, who what are you alleging here? Martel always speaks of uh secret societies. I'm like, it ain't secret when you know who's doing the stuff. Like when okay. they're talking about they're talking about uh, like with Michael Jackson. It's like, oh, the secret, the secret society was trying to stop Michael Jackson from making money. It wasn't secret. It was Sony. <laughs> they got beef. <laughs> we know Donald Trump didn't support Hillary before. This is a setup to help her win. It's not hard to comprehend. It well, seems like a setup. How else could this continue? Because I, because they because they really they honestly know they know that anybody running against Trump is going to win. They know this. It doesn't matter what the what the um what it looks like now, what it says for oh, he's gonna win the preliminaries. Yeah, but that doesn't make him president. Actually no, winning the presidency makes him president. You're right. And he's not gonna do that. Anybody who goes against him gonna gonna win. They basically got Hillary winning by a little and they got Bernie winning by a ton against Trump. That's yeah. how that's what I've uh, seen. So if Bernie wins, he you might as well just give him that you dig. If Hillary wins, you still might as well give it a you did. Yeah, it's basically like, you know, when the Western Conference Finals happened, right? Like, you know the East, I mean, pre-Cavaliers, pre that's a fake team now, East. You, you know, whoever wins the West is just going to win it. Like, it's just, it's pretty much official. And, uh, you know, it's true this year anyway. And it's the same thing with Trump. I mean, to me, it's kind of like... Um, it's just too improbable because I feel like the GOP hated Obama so much to where I just don't know how they could have eight years to like build a candidate and to not, you know, have the anti him ready to go. You know, they were, they were, Are they, focused. they, were, like, they, they might stink if, if Hillary becomes a two term president to you talking about 16 years that I wanted him in office. Like it's over, G. Like <laughs> they trying to set up for these four, bro. They trying to set it up for these four because that's what it looked like. You think about Trump is, doesn't even care about the presidency. He just out here. So when he loses, he can have his TV show and have record ratings. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I just learned like you could write off like that because I thought Trump was spending a lot of his own money to do it. He could write off some of this. No, it's not all his. I, th- I thought it was. Oh you know? no, yeah, he that spent, was on John Oliver. I think he spent about how much did he spend? It was like a hundred thousand or something. No, not even that. That's too much. It wasn't even it's a mil. It was like a, it was like it was like a couple hundred thousand. thousand. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was four, like two hundred two hundred fifty thousand. Everything else is donated. Because uh, it probably is. It probably is on Well, to me, it's just like if you think about the history of this nation. Like it says something about the Republicans if a black man and now a woman. Are going to be voted into the White House. Like it's it's over for the Republicans, man. Like like for real. Like we got we got racists who say, hey man, I I don't like 
I don't like Obama because he's black, but I can't let that fool Romney win it. Like, you know, like this. this and these are people who don't really get down with black people voting for Obama, like, because, hey, you know, Romney's the other option, you know, and then you got a bunch of sexist type of dudes who, you know, think women should be this and be that, but they're going to punch Hillary's ticket this, uh, this November because, uh, well, the only other option is Trump. So, See, I mean, that's my thing. That I, I do not. Think it's incredible. That put hatred aside for the good of the nation. That's what you got to look at. I do not think people are that smart. I don't think people are that <laughs> smart. Like, you, Maybe you're left, it's, what you're if saying, I'm inauspicious so, enough. No, so you, you're talking about smart, but late. you gotta remember you you talk about it's a lot of angry people voting. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of angry women voting because they can't stand what Trump is talking about. It's so blatantly sexist. I think we're underestimating the amount of smart, angry, of dumb, angry people that are out there. That's the thing. I think you're underestimating the amount of people who are going to go against. Because I feel like you. the people that are smart enough don't vote. Period. They still don't vote because they keep thinking about either the secret society stuff, or about the electoral college, or about what the, or about lobbying, and they 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 like break down how much their vote actually matters, and they're like, well, why should I vote? And I'm not saying every smart person doesn't vote i'm just saying a lot of people who are woke quote unquote don't vote because oh my vote goes to this my vote goes to that and it doesn't really go towards what i wanted to go for it doesn't go towards a democratic process so why vote anyway that's why people have to keep bitching at 18 to 25 year olds to go out and vote you know how easy it is to vote in the in north oh, of the Mason dixon line Chris, how hard do you think it is to tell them to vote this year? Vote or Trump gonna get in. It's not hard. I mean, they did, and they're gonna they do it. Bring Diddy, that's Diddy that's why it's shirts. so. That's why it's so funny. It literally is like voter die this time. It could be voter die. That's what they and that's what's gonna happen. It's 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 honestly, you're gonna see Hillary and Trump shaking hands like a year <laughs> or two from now. I thought you didn't believe in the secret society, man. Because did you hear me say anything about a secret society? I said Trump. He's not Montel. Are you uh, listening to me, Chris? <laughs> You're not listening to me, Chris. But tell me that Hillary and Trump, Hillary's secret backing of Trump isn't secret society. There's nothing secret society about that. That just sounds like, yo, you help me out, I got you. Uh, isn't there a law against that? You can't, like, openly racketeer and say, hey, um, Trump, I need you to run and troll the whole... That's you know. why they're not openly racketeering it. <laughs> well, how do you know it's to be true, then? Montel, what does um, it look um, like, bro? Um, I'm, I know, I'm just saying that basically... I like how you're doubting me now, but no, no, you have like, all these crackpot conspiracy theories no, where you're just like, well, no, it looked like this. No, no, I agree with yourself, but my point is, it, it, it points to not physically Hillary, but she benefits, and maybe there's someone uh, she's cool with that's a little bit more richer that says, hey, this is going to happen, you know? Um, but I, I'm just screwing with you guys. I, I, I feel like it could be, but I, I want to wait and actually see how this goes. Because this could be a very lopsided election, and I don't. I uh, anybody I, I, who gets to run against Donald Trump, you're winning. That's the thing. I just, I just want to see it first before we before we get into it. I gotta, see, you know, and all the stuff I allege, I've seen. Uh, that's why I bring it up. I, I just think it's I just think it's an emperor's new clothes thing, and people are gonna let it go on until the emperor gets out in the parade. And by the emperor's parade, I mean the night of the election. And these polls are going to stack. Who thought Bruce Rauner was going to win the governorship? Who thought Bruce Rauner was going to win that shit? Chris, nobody went out and voted, though. This is Donald Trump we're talking about, somebody who's supposed to be so dangerous. If he wins the preliminary, everybody's going to come out and vote. They're like, I can't let that happen. And he's going to lose, either by a decent amount from Hillary or by a ton from Bernie. 
No, I agree with you. Um, but I, I, I did think I did think Ronald was going to win because nobody uh, voted. But did you did you I, know I did. nobody was going to vote? You can say that after the fact. But did you? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I voted uh, for Quinn, but I knew Ronald was going to win because when you have a massive budget deficit. Like, I mean, that's like really the only way Republicans win is because they know how to cut budget. Like, that's it. When there's no money left in the till, they try to call on Republicans to, well, they say like um, to reform stuff, but that really just means they cut the money or refuse to spend more on stuff. So, mm-hmm. I knew. Gee. And then like Pat Quinn was like a lame duck mayor. Like all he did was like restore. He's a lame duck. Oh, that's that's he, the he, that's the I see. What like, he was just there. He was just you know, there. All, Hold on, let me, let me, let me bring Dan. Shake hands with people in Millennium Dan, Station. What's up, man? Maybe if I'm quiet enough, no one will notice I'm late. <laughs> Doc. Doc. Uh, you've been discovered. It's man. a visual thing, dis- man. <laughs> you can't, you know, yeah. you can't stand. Dan, we, heard the solid, we heard the solid snake alert a long time ago. We saw you, bro. That's what I that's, see. That's what I call when I try to start things snake! with Dan. Oh, the silent snake alert? Wait, the solid snake alert or the yep. silent snake alert? Uh, the solemn. Uh, I don't know. Solid snake. <laughs> what do we do? Hello, everybody. We got Dan. I am. Your savior to Donald Trump is here. Just give me the word. I'll go kneecap him real quick. Kneecap. That was the name of my bully ball article tonight. Hand kneecapped. I thought it was clever. Oh, oh so my I God. I thought it was clever. My God. Boom! Bubsy. Chris, I, it was clever. I, I, I haven't seen worse puns since Bubsy. I don't know what. No, nah, it was kind of funny though. I, 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 I was like, I, I don't know what Bubsy is, but thank you. It got a lot of likes on the Bulls Nation Facebook group. Shout out to the Bulls Nation Facebook group. I'm texting something to the Facebook messages as we speak on the Bulls Nation Facebook group. But Aww. let's get into something a little bit more interesting. Uh, NFL free agency was pretty lit today. What? Wait, what? The 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 election and Trump doesn't just make you really, really happy and want to talk about it. I mean, see here, <sighs> see, here's the thing. Like, we're gonna hit Chris with a big old "I told you so." Like, Cal long, long supporter. Oh no! Hey, oh, hey Montel, oh. our man Montel is, is very good. Is very close Twitter pals with Kyle Long, so we're waiting for him to tweet out a uh, get back to that guard spot, young said they always doubt, and <laughs> apparently the Bears organization doubted too, because they sure well, found somebody. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know if it was so much the Bears organization or Kyle Long talking to his friend to make him come here. Like, hey, man, you, you want to come to Chicago, right? I can't, I don't really want to play right tackle anymore. <laughs> but he said he, he was talking all that good stuff a second ago. That's <laughs> And then that's why I went back. I was like, hey, you, you can get a fade for doubting me. And, oh, hey, you, uh, this one dude with, like, this dog Abby Twitter dude. Yeah. Of course uh, it's dog Abby. <laughs> it's always a dog Abby. Of course Mr. it's a dog Abby, Abby or an American flag or an egg. <laughs> yeah, egg Abby with five followers. Yeah, you can get this work, so, too. <laughs> dog Abby, guy holding a fish Abby, um, the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup, Abby. If you're a Blackhawks fan standing next to this, this is all white people, mind you. This is never anybody else. It's true. I'm telling you, man, I I hate my own people 90% of the time. This is how it goes. See, Dan is one of these. I hate my own people. Dan is one of these super woke white people out here who's just like, man. Dan is is Caucasian Hotel. No, it's just like, there's, (laughs) there's so many people out there who get mad on Twitter. 
And Dan, I, I gotta say this, just because. I know you, you're good with it. But there's people who can't understand that white people ever did anything wrong, like, throughout history. They're like, it was what? What did we do? Like, what? As you, as you put, say that, I saw someone retweet, like, a super liberal Twitter page today, and it was, like, a bunch of, like, black children in the background. Or it was, like, half and half. It was, like, black children to the left and, like, war veterans to the right. And it said, why should these people... Or why should X, Y, and Z get reparations when these when these soldiers can't oh, really that. get much? Of it. I saw that. And I was like, "You were, your people weren't brought here against their will." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And according to the guy in the army, they do get taken care of. He said so. That's why he uh, one of Dan's guys. He's like, "No, no, no. They took care of me." I was like, "Oh well, I'm yeah, glad to hear yeah. that, sir." Yeah, it's, the GI Bill for one thing. When you I was very glad to hear that. Oh, whatever. I don't give a shit. You do? I just hate all stupid people, and Twitter is rampant with them today. I got told that I was stupid for liking Tracy Porter's free agent deal. This is what happens. I mean, it's a great deal, first off. And, yeah, uh, it, it, no, but I'm stupid. I'm stupid myself because they gave a 31-year-old aging corner who's always hurt $4 million guaranteed dollars. Did you see it? Mistake. How much was the actual contract for? Twelve. Was it twelve? And it's only guaranteed for one year. So if he sucks this year, they can cut him and say go away. Yeah, and then plus he's got incentives. So if he goes to the Pro Bowl, he's making like serious bread. Um, That's the only way. We're talking about everything. Look at everything. Yeah, the, you want depressing look at anything the Giants have done this offseason. Not that they're bad players, just the amount of money. Like, what yeah, the Once I saw that someone, because, you know, he signed a, a, a restrict, was it like a restricted uh, tender? So basically, once someone signs on that, you're paying it a ridiculous amount. Yeah, it was the transition tag they put him on. And they're like, we, we can't match that any contract you get. So go ahead and test the market, Olivier. And, and I knew when that happened, it was over. It, it was like I knew someone had spent too much. I knew he someone was gonna give him stupid paper. I wasn't gonna think he was gonna get the highest paid defensive end of all time paper. Okay, let's go. I didn't let's go back because mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, for a lot of the listeners and secretly myself have no idea of the people you're talking about. <laughs> some of them, I know, like I know who Tracy Porter is, but if you're just talking about the deals, I don't know exactly who. So. Let's go and break okay. down. Let's let's go and break down the five weirdest deals of this NFL free agency. Because I know money didn't necessarily get tossed around like that summer frivolous spending in the NBA last year, but we were going on about it that like a lot of you thought frivolous days. spending in the NBA was last year. Wait till this offseason. Oh, I know, I know. And I don't, I don't want to get on that because oh, I was arguing with my guy about why why on earth Corey Joseph got thirty mil last year. I have no idea to this day why Corey Joseph got 30 mil, but let's save that for another time. Ooh, Corey Joseph got oh, $30 million. Weird. Oh, you just go out like Joe Johnson didn't gain the whole league. But Corey Joseph got $30 million. I think, I, I think, okay, back on football, the Thank weirdest you. one I I think I saw, like, there was some stupid ones, like what, you you can make fun of Oakland and Jacksonville. That's just the going rate to get a player to want to play there. What were those That's guys? just how it goes. Well, it Oakland's like, for Irvin, Oakland's deal for Irvin was pretty fair, in my opinion. Is yeah, it a Irvin deal? 
Yeah, I saw it. I wasn't a fan. I I like Bruce Irvin. Seeing, I'm guessing the transition to linebacker went really well. And by the way, the Rams don't have any linebackers, so I, I they just decided to do yeah. it. I don't get it. Yeah, but, but you guys the logic. get it either. But the Bears just got one of the best Jack linebackers in football for legitimately half that. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the key here is um, the Rams. In time, they will be, but right now, they're just not the most attractive free agency destiny. I think in the years coming, when they get rid of Jeff Fisher, they will be, but. Um, oh, my friend, that's not coming be, they were soon because they're going to extend Jeff Fisher and they're going to extend that GM. Uh, Les Snead, I believe, is his name. I, I doubt they, they, they. I doubt they do. If they do, they'll still fire him. They have to because the team they have, they can compete right now in the NFC for a title. Not not win or anything, but they can be a playoff team. No um, problem. Other, not win other, or anything. other weird ones. I, I, I think just the Janoris Jenkins one is really weird. Twelve million a year for Janoris Jenkins. That's fine. Go pay your bad money. I yeah, know. I think uh, you know he's really good. I think they definitely overpay for him. I don't think he was supposed to be you know quite that rich, but he's a number one corner. I can say that he's an NFL. No, he's just number one. His problem is he's really not a cover guy as much as he is risk reward. He gambles a lot. He gambles a lot. You're absolutely right. High risk, high reward. My worst deal, though, I, I gotta, I gotta hit up the Texans. They gave Brock. There's a, I, I, there's four, a Brock, big Brock. Here he is. Three years at seventy-two million dollars. He played seven games, seven and games, seven and then they decided that watched Peyton Manning was better. You know, like I, I'm, I'm sorry, but to me, it's like I understand why decided to do it. I mean, he, he, he was he was going into that Patriots game. He was having still statistically the worst season of his career. Um, but, no, Brock Eyes, the Texans bought a mirage. He's not what they think he's going to be. He's going to be a, a, a average at best guy. And they basically just delayed their quarterback search for two years because he's not 
He's not going to be elite. He's playing a conference that'll be easy to compete in or a division that's easy to compete in, but they overspent by way too much. Way too much. Yeah. They, they listen to Montel like, nonsense, we're fine. Until, I mean, I've, I've, I'm, I'm of the belief Bill O'Brien is one of the better quote-unquote quarterback whisperers. He's in his ear, just kind of whispering sweet nothings. But, um, no, hey, bro, he's trash. I give it to him. He's he, brilliant. The guy he, he got. He, he's a. He got Brian Hoyer to look, you know, competent this year, and he he'll probably make Brock Osweiler look above average. It's just this really just speaks to you. If you have a decent or what you think is a decent quarterback, you have to pay him. And I yep. I hate that. I really believe at this point Texans would have been better off just trying to like trade back in the first if Bill O'Brien loved Hack that much. Just let him get his boy. You would have been better off. Save your money and do something else. I mean, it's still still get Hack and they can have him in in late day two. I mean, I don't don't think it's about, oh, hey, we can't get our guy. I think he really would want Jared Goff, and I think he realized he's not going to be able to pick high enough to get him. But I prefer them make a trade and get up there and take him than do this. I mean. But, I mean, I, I appreciate what they're doing to an extent. Because they got the running back to take the pressure off in Lamar Miller, even if I think, you know, it's running back, you get too much damn money to a running back. But, um, you, you went, you went out and got two of the better guards in football. You kept Brandon Brooks, you brought in, uh, the kid from Chicago, Jeff Allen, and you, you kept your center. You still got Dwayne Brown as probably one of the top two or three left tackles in football. You got an offense to speak of to finally go with that defense if Osweiler is what you think he is. He, he's got to be good, man. But I, I don't know if Nuck Hopkins is gonna is gonna like working with Brock. You know, I'm just just gonna throw it out there. They gonna have some moments. Yeah, no, I don't care. Um, another weird one, I guess. Um, I don't mind what the Jets did with Forte. It's that was safe. It's a two year deal essentially. So if he gets old and in a hurry, go away. Um. Uh, yeah. Um, what what did uh. What did Doug Martin get from Tampa to stay there? Like, oh my God! It wasn't it wasn't that bad? I don't think. No, it was bad enough for a guy who's only had two seasons in his four years in the NFL because he can't stay healthy. And magically, when it's time to get paid, he's there. <laughs> oh, that's the way this works. This is the NFL. Yeah, yeah. People gonna show off a payday now. You know, Dan. Don't don't get that twisted. People gonna be healthy. <laughs> oh wait, guaranteed money's on the table. You know, if this sprained ankle I couldn't play on last year, I can play on this now. Can we speak to a broad, the broad picture issue then of should the NFL guarantee more money in these contracts? No, well, the know. NFL gets away with uh gets away with murder, low key, as far as the contract goes. The NFL goes. really is like even like if you start looking at the big hockey contracts, the biggest hockey t- contracts get paid more than the biggest NFL contracts. And that's sad because it's the highest grossing uh, sport in the in the nation. Right. Yeah, the NFL gets away with murder. They'll give you our we're gonna give you sixty million, we're gonna give you twenty five mil guaranteed. Then the then by the, when the time comes to pay you out the rest of that money. Could you restructure please? Uh, we wanna save some money. Well, Could you just take a pay cut? Or... Could you just go away? 
for that. It, it kills me that that players fold for that restructuring stuff. Like, hey, uh, you know, like, have you ever has someone ever given you like, has your boss ever paid you like they check or you agree to wait and say, hey man, can you give me two hundred bucks back? You know, I don't, you know, we're kind of broke right now. Like, well, what? Perhaps, <laughs> what the, who would let that happen? Well, well, according according to Miko Grimes, it's like if you don't do that, they're just gonna let you go. You gotta well, be like an elite quarterback and be really it, good at your position, or they're just well, gonna let you. Go. Unfortunately for Brent, Miko probably cost him his job. I don't think so. His career. Yeah. How old is he though? So, I mean, he's he, he's on the like he's on the downside. I'm not gonna sit sit here and say otherwise. So I can't but, even I, mean, I can't she, even say well, that. Let Dan finish his point. Let Dan finish his point. Go ahead, go ahead. However, I can't like that dude was still playing pretty well last year, especially the second year back from an Achilles tear. And she she's she's known for this though. She shoots off a reporter. She shot off at management. This is where I was like. I was in a hundred percent agreement with a golf earlier this morning when he was saying, "Keep essentially keep your bitch on a leash. Shut up." Ooh. Like, so when we get into that territory, like, it gets a little misogynistic, quite honestly, because right, people are mad at her because right, what she's saying is kind of true. That's why people don't really like it because it's kind of true. No, it's no, it, it is, but it's not because this it is, is the deal. The players, no, no, it's not. The players negotiated this deal. This is what they agreed to. You can't sit here and, and tell me that, hey, I'm you you agree to this bargaining agreement. This is what you still only get X amount of guaranteed money and whatever you agree to. This is what they said, yeah, we're fine with this. They didn't do the thing that the NBA said where the NBA players were essentially like, you don't want to give us 100% guaranteed deals? We'll play somewhere else. But the end... Hmm. Basketball players have the option of going to Spain, of going to. Uh, okay. The, in the NFL, you don't have that option. What are you gonna say? I'm gonna go to Canada. Thirteen well, men so how, can, how can you say they agreed more or less than got you know blackballed into that situation? It's they not have nowhere to go. Blackballed because so it's, it's the only sport. We're the only country that plays the sport. But, but you just said it yourself. They have nowhere else to go. So how can that even count right, as an agreement? Let's, let's not use the term blackballed. Because okay, not blackball, but it's like they, you get strong they, arms, strong arms. You get yeah, it's your only option. You get pretty much what? strong arms. Like if no, a boss no, tells you, he's like, you can, like if they go like Montel, if they go, if they go like, okay, Dan, we need the two hundred dollars back. You be like, no. You be like, well, else, where else are you gonna work? So either you're gonna get well, nothing, no, or you're no, gonna give them that two hundred dollars back. They've done this. They've done this before, where they strike. They they they've had strikes, and the players are like, give us, let us have more guaranteed money, let us have more benefits. Is that the other? And it, but it that's not going to stop them from doing the you same kind of thing. They still do it. Hold on, you said they it still does. do it. No, it does because the ratings go down. Because no, I mean, I know myself as much as I love watching anyone kind of hit each other in the head. You know, do what you do. <laughs> um, I'd rather watch the best of the best do it. I don't want to watch bums who played at Coastal Carolina University. Hey, the, put hey on now. Well, you got to pay it on <laughs> Coastal Carolina. But that, it's an example, jerk. Contra Whitewater, fine, Chris. There you go. I mean, yeah, no, Matt, I, I gotta I run with I gotta run with my man's Chris O'Neill, man. He just got hired on to Robert Morris, the coach out there. Congratulations, Chris. Yeah, so it's it, it is an unfortunate situation, but let's not act like these players aren't paid handsomely. It does suck that they can are essentially. Which players are we talking about, though? Because we're only talking about a couple. Most of the rest of them, they're getting like. 
They're not getting that much. These dudes that could die at any moment, they're getting, like, a lack of guaranteed dollars. Um, Yeah. Basically, like, with players that don't make the full squad, because, like, for instance, with Jonathan Anderson, even though he played and had a good season for the Bears, like, he can't even talk to other teams, G. He has just to sit around and basically wait into the new league year, which is, you know, just started. And basically, he his money's already locked in. He can't make any more than what he's making. So he's like an indentured servant to the Bears until the end of the next year. Um, and the only reason why is because the Bears decided to find him and they played him. Um, and then because they didn't let him play a certain amount of games, that's why they're able to do that type of thing. See, that's um, the stuff I'm talking about. Like, you know a guy, you know a guy's like, oh, he's going to play these certain amount of games. Don't play him no more. But I, but I would certain be, amount of well, minutes. Major League Baseball did that last year, though. Like That's pretty yeah, – but is that not weak? Is that not whack? But I only no, bring this because – That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's whack. Yeah, <laughs> that's whack. I only bring this up, though, because uh, compensation really only sucks at its lowest levels. Like – and I think that does kind of make up a good portion of the NFL, but the top guys get it. You know, they get they get money. They get, they get help. But like, if okay, they don't, right. I mean, if I mean, they don't, look, they can wait for more bread. It's totally fine. Like, it's look, you know, and, go ahead. Darryl. And the NFL is the NFL is kind of cool in a regard where, as much as it does suck, we're like, even if a team just paid you, they can get rid of you. It's not like that in baseball, where if you sign to a guy to a five-year, hundred twenty-some-odd million-dollar contract, you can't just cut him and they get the hell out. You can't do that and cut your losses, because it is still a business. If it's a bad investment, cut your losses. Same thing in every business. If you're a bad employee and you don't perform up to standards and you're making seventy thousand dollars a year, but you're only make you're only giving production of forty thousand dollars a year, they can fire you. It's the closest thing to an actual real business that. That in professional sports, where you can get fired or you can get a raise. Maybe the that's why like Only on when you're The other cool oh, part man. about it is is there's fits. Whereas, like, I would never ever pay, for instance, you know, Matt Forte what he got, but that's a fit for for them, and he saw the fit, so he took it. That's that how it works in every other sport, because schemes and schematics don't truly matter a whole lot or as, as much as they are in football <laughs> as Chris died slowly Chris God, all the extra phlegm uh, I don't, I don't want to that point too much I, but um, I would say that there's there's a uh, there's look towards chemistry and more than anything else, which I think would be not as emphasized on a football team where there's 53 guys as opposed to a baseball team where there's 25 and a, a basketball team where there's 12 or 13. But that's nitpicking. I see what you're saying, man. Yeah, I mean, and it's just like it allows you to go seek other work right away rather than you sitting here. Especially if a team just doesn't want to play you anymore. I know. Like, I do think it's kind of. So I do. I do have to say it's kind of because, like, what you're saying, Dan, is that you're right. There are how many schools, and uh, you know, not to say that the this isn't a, a thing in basketball too, but there's however many hundreds of colleges across the country that have a football team 
from Division One on down to NAIA, there's how many hundreds of colleges and how many tens of hundreds of guys playing, thousands of guys playing. Like, if you have that many schools, you're going to have 40 or 50 guys playing football. And, you know, if you're a kicker, maybe you could play, like, Australian rules football or, or rugby or something in somewhere else and get paid. But only a certain number of guys make it to the NFL. And so you don't have this thing in basketball where if a guy makes the summer league roster, like – there's, I think, who was it? Who's the dude that I hated at, at uh, Ohio State? Aaron Kraft. He was on the, the Warriors' books for like 800000 and he never suited up a game for them in the regular season. But they picked him up for Summer League, and he had like a, some sort of contract. You get guys, or it might have been 80000 something like that. But that's still $80,000. And you got guys who are at the end of the bench who are getting the league minimum, which is like 640000 because you have competition in places overseas, Australia. I mean, there's there's a basketball league everywhere around the world. Canada, Eastern Europe, EuroLeague, all throughout the EuroLeague, Africa, China, Australia. And so, actually, to that point... Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Mexico, South America. You could play basketball anywhere in the world professionally. And then you have the chance to get picked up and go back to the league like Danny Green or Aaron Carlos Yeah. Did he did he he probably played overseas. Like I mean, think about my man Prigioni that played for years in Euroleague and got his first NBA contract like two years ago at the age of like thirty eight or something. Prigioni. There's somebody if I get back in shape, I'm sure I could beat him one on one. So you Continue. Think, you think so. What you're what you trying to say, so. <laughs> what you think I'm uh, trying you, to say anyway. You think Continue. so until you realize when you play former players at, from bum-ass colleges and how good they were. Like, I can't beat these guys. It's always like, well, no, nah, I was never one of those strags that was in the uh, open gym getting ran by the people who didn't make the team. That wasn't me. Uh I'm well, saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm like a couple like, of the I'm, coaches that I coach with at this All In, they like played at like UW Whitewater and stuff like that, and it's like, man, up. you, you could kick the shit out of me one on one. I'll put your ass in the weight room and wear you out on the court. I can't win. I mean, we can all <laughs> say that about our certain things. I will smash cats at Jeopardy, not against nothing. I will smash cats at Jeopardy though. At so least, at least Mons and other physical activity. Montel, I got let's... you, bro. Come on, Scholastic League champion <laughs> out here. Dude, I swear I get off every time I watch Jeopardy, G. I swear I get I, off. I will go until you get to like midway of Double Jeopardy. Then it gets kind of it gets nuts out there. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. They they get too deep into European history. Oh my god! I really, I really don't care about Jeopardy or their questions. Everybody's like, oh, they're so smart. I'm like, that's rattling off knowledge that doesn't mean shit to anybody. It's about retention. It's about retention. Yeah, that's really care. So much that you know, you know it, and like you're I'm, I'm kind of with Mars on this one. Retain Ooh, these nuts. <laughs> no one's gonna care that, that how much is that European history gonna help you when you need I, to I figure out why your taxes dollars. aren't paid for this year. I, I mean, you could, pull, you could pull a, a Ken Jennings and one win oh, twenty three straight times. Be set for life. Seventy two, dude. Seventy two. He was on there for 72 weeks. My Get man was the, on there, was was like, there for a calendar year plus a couple of months. God damn. See, he oh, said polite. Oh, he made bread. He made bread. Oh, like, uh, you, you quit your job after the first uh, month, I think. 
Right? Like, <laughs> real quick on the uh, NFL free agency front. The Jacksonville Jaguars have one of the best punters in football on Brian Anger, and they yeah. signed a punter for a lot of money, and I didn't understand why. Like, you already have a good punter that you drafted in the third round! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that was like 2010, 2000. Yeah, that was... I heard yeah. Dan say punter. I really thought he said puncher at first. I was like, wait, what? They could have drafted <laughs> a puncher in the third round, and that would have made more sense. What? A puncher? Yeah. But, yeah. like, uh-huh. how do, it's hard to call it NFL a real business if you don't have any real competition. That's the thing. When you, I understand what you're saying about they're a real run like a real business, but they can afford to kind of do this stuff with their salaries because they don't have any realistic competition. Yeah. You're right. They got the market cornered, and, you know, we're all fiends for football. Like, you know, we get it. Which is it, why but... I'm saying out here, join this young boy. i got to give the boycott a name of some sort to make it real catchy. <laughs> Yeah, you can't call it a boycott. It's got to be something more hipster and trendy sounding. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a... You better go offer to up Wicker, like free hummus. Go, go to Wicker Park. Those people already don't watch football. I don't know what they watch. Hipsters watch football, man. No, they no, they, 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 they like they like listen to the Smiths and laugh at you wow, because you don't know Smiths. what kind of Euro electrotronic BS. What do you BS know? Real question. What do you have? The Smiths are a good band. What you do you do? I don't see. Dan, it's just Smiths, a joke to make, bro. The Smiths out there so quick. That was dope, man. I'm rolling. You said they were bad. I just said that's, that's the joke. He got a fully authentic, full-on, co-signed, Wicker Park, fucking Flash Taco hipster band right out there without any hesitation. That was good work. But no, like, hipsters like basketball because basketball is the greatest sport of all time. So, you know, point blank, period. And soccer. Curling. Uh... Soccer, a lot of soccer. Soccer would be the easiest sport to play. It's the cheapest sport to play, according to Fat Joe. All you need is a, uh, all you need is like a empty box. Yeah, and then just like a place <laughs> to draw some boundaries. But yeah. that's it. Yeah, so you just kick. Uh, I, I really wish Jordan was here because we got to talk about Jordan, man. Like, <sighs> first he hopped in the whip with the chick that didn't give him the digits. Why? And got dragged all the way around the city. Was he just trying to and get nothing home? happened. See, I was talking was to a trying... friend. Of, I was talking to a friend of mine about this, right? Wait, I thought I thought Jordan was here. No, Jordan is no, somewhere, oh, Jordan no, is somewhere no. deep in the South Side. Yeah, he there. might be out. He might be out in Eaglewood still. He could be on the low end. Wait, like when you say deep in the South Side, I'm picturing like where I grew up, like down in okay. the Ashburn area. Okay, like, deep for deep that's for deep South. Well, he's not. Uh, he's not that far south. He's not that deep. Yeah, yeah, okay. like, like city south, not nah, south. He said he was. He said he was in the Ashburn. Is the city Montel? Don't you dare try to take oh, my oh. where I grew up out of Chicago. Ooh, got him. I will. Hey, I will beat you oblivion. Don't do that. It's all love, Dan. It's all love. Dan will beat you to oblivion, and you will enjoy it. I'm trying to go back to see just to see where this Jordan Odyssey. His, my man had his Odd World Abe's Odyssey at, but. I was talking Odd World Abe's Odyssey. Chris really with the throwbacks right now. I just remember the commercials. I never had the game. So, so what? I never we played the game. We just look Jordan now. We got to issue an Amber Alert. You know where Jordan at? Where is Jordan, man? Throw the Amber Alert out there. We might as well. But I got to. Jordan's going to be on another car ride with another chick. She's going to be like, oh, I just want to go to this quick, quick stop. He's going to be in Naperville. Like, I don't know how I got it. My man going to end up out in Crete Monique. <laughs> 
That'd be close to the home than we're here right now, bro. Hey, ain't no public transportation out there, so you better hold Hey, if he's a... If if he's in creep mode, me he should let me know if he finds Laquan Treadwell, Laquan Treadwell speed because we need to find it. <laughs> yeah, we all yeah. Try to sleep. We be, all be nice. Not even for football. I would just take that. Wait, why, why do I need to be nice? Because he's slow. Why do I be slow? Mm-hmm. I mean, still... he's fast. He don't feel like running a forty, you know. So that's cool. Oh, wow. We'll just sit here and wait. You feel like running a forty? He opted out of it at the combine, but was healthy enough to do all the drills. He just so said, like, hey, can I run a can I run a twenty? Basically, he was like, uh, look, uh, you know about to pay me a lot of money. You know what? And, we had we had Fat Sean Jeffrey coming out of South Carolina. We got Latron Fatwell. That's what we got. The first thing was Alshon for someone who was chubby as hell ran his ass off though. Like he was, <laughs> he, he was like you could see all the little baby weight he had on him, but he ran like a four four five. Oh. Or uh, tell that w- that was more than baby weight. That was that was a fat receiver. That's like Mike Tolbert saying Mike Tolbert's got some baby weight on him. No, well, no, like, I'm, I'm joking. Like, yeah, no, he was fat. Like, it's real. It's, it's well established. He was definitely not, you know, not the lean person he is now. But um, Laquan Treadwell, hey, I I'm, I weigh less than Alshon, and I look more toned than Alshon, but I still don't want to run this forty because y'all might think I'm slow. Like, that's basically what he's saying. Like. Well, I, my theory personally is because I remember hearing stories when he was at Crete that he was running four or five. I think after he fucked his ankle up, he lost his speed. That's what I think. Can we can we get back to this? To this, mean, this you saw that kneeling. You mean? I just got to get back to. This I thought point. it was he fucked his ankle up or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, no, he got a nasty knee injury. I think he tore he tore ACL, maybe one or two ligaments uh, in the Auburn game about a year and a half ago. I remember the game. But I remember his ankle being turned completely around. That's what I remember. Wasn't this Tuesday? Wasn't this Tuesday that this happened? Anyway, I got to say it. I got to say it, right? Like, I was talking to a friend of mine, and they had to go to... You have those? Ooh, ooh, that was clever. Suspension. Boom. <laughs> Get that base out of your voice. Dealing the suspensions out. <laughs> Dealing these suspensions out. The league, hey, yo. the league office will contact you, Dave. I appeal. Oh, my tell appealed earlier today, and I called the league office. Oh, wait, that was me. Suspension upheld. Without Where me. it sounds like a Zapp and Roger song on the um. I'm catching that a little bit, too. Um, but, yeah, all I hear is computer love. If you're, if you're friends with some, like, she, she was kind of messing around with this cat, and they had to go to a, uh, they had to go to a, a, an a event bat. where they were both going to be at. And they lived close enough to each other when they were going to carpool, but they've been having, like, issues. It was like a in-and-out kind of thing. And I was like, you got your own car? Just go by yourself. I was like, always have an out. Always have an out. So that if something happens, if something goes down, you can get yourself back. And so I understand Jordan wanted to carpool. But if you can get yourself home, and it's not going to be that much of a problem, or if you can take the metro close by... Just go. Like I'm not around for all the fail. I'm not around for the for the bullshit like that. I hate carpooling. I hate carpooling unless it's with ten dollars will not murk you. That I can deal with in a think. car. I, I, I hardly. It's, it's like when I'm, I'm driving Lyft, and I told you I don't like to talk to people in the car. I'll put the radio on if y'all if y'all figure out a topic to talk about. I'll be cool with that. But I'm gonna go look straight ahead. I'm not gonna look in the mirror. I'm just I'm just gonna like I'll 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 give you a couple of short answers, and then I'm gonna turn the radio up. It's like Jordan, just go, just go home. If you got, if you got to get home, go home. 
Yeah, and we all have Uber or Lyft on our phones. Now you ain't got no excuse. Yeah, like that yeah, he does. You're that's not what taking I was... Uber or Lyft to Phoenix, Illinois, oh, unless hell. you want to give him sixty dollars. Okay, I took it like I told Montel, right? Uh, I was making pickups one night out by my neighborhood, so I picked up this woman from Seventy First and Stony at the O'Reilly Auto Parts, and ended up taking her out oh, to Calumet oh, Park. O'Reilly. We haven't had, I just realized with that drum beat, we haven't had any of the moments tonight. So we'll see. Give it to oh, me. don't worry. Give it to me. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take it. Was, that was artificial, but it was still good. It was still worth it. But I took her out to Calpart. That's like, we had to get on the highway. I had to get off at Halstead and still go far south down to like 120th or something. And it was probably a 20-some-odd dollar ride, but she had to take it. Now, I'm not saying Jordan has to take Lyft or he has to take Uber, but just take the train. If you got to take the train, what's what's the big deal? Like, don't or get yourself in these go situations. On get it? Go on a yog. Yes. Yeah, get some yog. No, wait. No, that doesn't work. I was going to say yogurt. I fucked up. Well, if I knew with Jordan stayed, I'd probably say the same thing. But I don't know. Sometimes, you know, the train don't always connect. So you get off as far south as it go. And then kind of close, but not really. Wait, what okay. did you guys say Jordan was doing? He's okay, in his so the... car with... Oh, which is meeting, right? Maybe like a little thing, I'm guessing. Oh, he Coach. said it was for Catholic. No, Catholic, Catholic League. He coaches uh, baseball, I, I believe, at Seton still. Oh, okay. Okay. It's not closed yet. Right. So we had to go to this league meeting, real with the head coach, and I I get that, but you got to know if they're gonna make some stops. If he if he didn't know before that they were gonna make any stops, I don't know I don't know what to say, man. I don't know. Wait, what to I say. thought you guys were saying he was in the car with some random chick who didn't give him his that give was, him her that was number. Tuesday. That was the other. That, that was, was two because he that was. Who? Does that shit? I'm sorry. Like I'm not. It wasn't random. It was his classmate that he knows, whatever. But I mean, I don't think he got too much out of that besides frustration and being home late. My man said he's, he better get some some box for this. So he's like, boy, you gonna get the handshake? And... <laughs> oh boy, you gonna get a you gonna get a uh, box of chocolates or something? Maybe you gonna get a friendly hug. You gonna get that? Or uh, oh, you could always do the or, uh, yeah, the awkward the awkward ass out hug. That's what that's what he's gonna get. And a box of yeah, the where's my hug at? When you say where my hug at, that's the hug you be getting. Where it's like, ah, I don't want to give him too much hug. Right. To Jordan low key be looking like the dude that be like, where my hug at? Oh, stop um, stop he actually it. said that at t- at uh at T box. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> for real? Yo, we all, we all gotta go on the uh, we gotta go on the twelve. Did anyone else just miss the bus coming by? Because I apparently did. Man, just. Marcel throwing people under the bus. He'd be right. better at T-Box. Right. Come That's on, man. <laughs> we all, we like all got to go on this setup. one that they do in the uh, I was like, wait, spring, what, what? The, uh, the, the baseball-themed one, whatever. We got to go on that, man. No, thank you. I'm, da- like, I'm not saying I'm down to get drunk every weekend, but I love baseball. And I do not. I'll, I'll, I'm down. I'll go, and, uh, I'll go and party with some Wrigleyville white chicks. Black chicks, Hispanic hey, chicks. Hey, man, look. Black uh, chicks, South American April, chicks, Indian chicks. Chris, April, we get it. April chicks, basically. <laughs> on April 14th, my buddy Sam is is, is uh, got some sort of, like, 
fundraiser he's doing through the Leukemia Foundation where it's $10 Cubs tickets. I know it's a Cubs game, but it's A, it's baseball, number one. And number two, it's Wrigley, and I got places, I got a place. So, Might as well. yeah. And, game. I mean, chicks love Leukemia. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to okay. Can, we, can okay. we do it for that? Can we please do it for that? Or am I reaching? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh myself uh, to death with this damn cold, man. But I, I couldn't help it. I heard Christopher, Christopher the guy. It sounded yeah, trumpet over there. Picture this with a butt naked sitting on the bedroom floor. Is that really how you say that? Uh-huh. I, I feel like if Dan is drunk enough, he would sound just like that singing Shaggy. We gotta go to Trader Times, Dan. <laughs> Hey, yo, what you, what you on this weekend, though, Chris? We might have to have to do another outing. Oh, hey, hey. I still got the recording of Marcel telling everybody exactly how to stop Steph Curry. After All was, I did was say the same thing me and Montel did. Why don't you play some real actual defense real instead of letting him dribble into his spot and shoot? Hey, but low-key, though, we have been arguing about that for like an hour and a half straight, and I saw Hassani was getting real tired. <laughs> No, Hassani believes everything, the hype on everything. No, if somebody just, says this I, is I the biggest, Hassani would be like, this is the biggest. If this is the greatest, this is the greatest. This is the such and such. He's like, Teddy Watt track clean is the biggest. I'm like, sorry, was, uh, my saying, way is better. But it's the biggest. I don't care. My way is better. That's what I was laughing at. Like, he had been real quiet for a long time. And then he was like, yeah, no, ain't nobody, because he, he's like, they can't be stopped. How do you stop that Perry? He, so he, he, he wanted to go to the bar, that's what I'm saying. No, Hassani always, t- we always take forever to leave, but it'd be me and him just chilling, he'd just be sitting, I'm like, what you waiting on? He'd be like, no, man, I, uh, you know, he's just getting in his mode, and then we dip out. Except this time, you had, you had a debate partner, we was going all crossfire with the shit, and Hassani was just chilling for after a while, he was like, oh, shit. Well, that's normally what happens anyway. We get up there and talk about random stuff, depending some kind of music topic. It's always music, though. Always music. All right, we, so we don't have Jordan Jones for the uh, Jive Turkeys of the Week. <laughs> so Are going to talk about Kendrick flooding uh, Jay Electronica slightly? Oh, I did not hear a thing about that. Oh, we, we do got to talk about Let's talk about some of the stuff, because I, I know not just Untitled Unmastered Drop. I will say this, though. Thanks to Kendrick for giving me uh, an OK Cupid in. Because I was checking this girl out, and I was like, uh, she's all right. Actually, she's more than all right, but I'm not exactly sure how to start this conversation. And then I checked back. Because you're a bitch. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes you just, you know, you, you get real soft. <sighs> sometimes you get a real marshmallow <laughs> soft. That's all I'm saying. But Man. homegirl literally checked back, like, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the new Kendrick album? I was like, okay, then. We got this little conversation started. So, big ups just to be like un- Big ups to K Dot, the new five foot assassin, for uh, hopefully getting your boy in down this road. Yeah, he he really not playing with people. Told Jay, he he basically told Jay Electronica. He said, he said, how could I end a career that hasn't even started? I'm like, oh, he said that? okay, yeah, yeah. He said that in so many words. In so many hey, words, he pretty much said. That. Him, right? Maybe he'll get fired up, release that album. We all been waiting as for. As long it. as he's still fucking too comfortable Man. in that country English manner living with old girl, we're never gonna get a Jay Electronica album, dude. How you gonna say fuck these white people when you hanging out with a rock child? I swear to God, uh, my man Jay Elect is out there in some fucking Wellington hunting. Nobody's boots, trying to hear that. Shooting quail 
Hanging with a Rothschild. Not to mention this fake electronica page like ruins like a lot of that man's credibility. Cause I'ma just do that every time I hear him rap. That dude is that dude is killing with him. Well, the funny part is Electronica calls Kendrick Lamar his son. What? JLX Photoshop, JLX Robocop, JLX Komodo in the Quasimodo Boa box. <laughs> That's how he raps. That's your Right? <laughs> Which is hilarious, my tail. <laughs> like you know it's not yeah, but... every single line, but you know he has that that those four bars where he will do that. Two bars? It's like, yeah, those are always his toughest bars, though, Chris. They're not the but it's, rock, tough, it's like saying Steph Curry just shoots. He just shoots. He just shoots threes. Like, Jay and like, Tonica, like, that, that rhyme scheme is raw as fuck. It is. <laughs> but here's, really the, is. here's the funny thing about it. Like, they were debating Kendrick and Drake, and they was like, well, I think Drake will win because of all the memes and stuff. I'm like, well, the problem with Drake is he'll, he'll release, like, a lukewarm diss song. And he'll have like one hot line in there, but he's gonna sing the end of that line, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, he killed them!" That's all he has to do. It could be a mediocre wait. line. Hotline yes. bling. Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. Yes. yes, that's Thank exactly what it would be. It, all he gonna do I is end the verse like this, and everybody just gonna be singing in their head like, "Oh, he must have killed them," because I'm singing it. No. See, I just want to see like one of the rappers from Slaughterhouse get into it with Drake, just so he can get destroyed. Not gonna just... say anything. Pusha T has been sending this man bars. He's gonna be very quiet. He's picking his battles. Because it's funny how everybody's like, "Oh, he's definitely gonna beat K Dot." So why hasn't he said anything yet? He obviously feels a way, but he's not saying anything. Kendrick been shooting shots at him for a minute. I mean, you got to after if you get a dude if you say. Hey, you know, it's competition. You know, we cool, but whenever we're in a booth, I'm trying to kill you. You know, I'm trying to be better than you. Most people will understand that. They'd be like, I feel you. So when we go in the booth, I ain't going to let you do it. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, him and Meek Mill, uh, uh, this dude talking smack. Uh. I'm like, you salt. I'm like, y'all the type of dudes that'll probably get mad at your boy playing pickup ball and he crossed you over. You ain't going to talk to him the rest of the day? The rest of the week? Right, you I mean, you, you saying that like that doesn't happen. What? Uh, who was that? Yeah. Cause, um, that doesn't mean it's not soft. Who is it? Um, my man, Dr. J, told that story where he dunked on Bob Lanier, and Bob Lanier didn't mm-hmm. talk to him for like 12 years because he went home and his kids were like, yo, look how Jay dunked on you. And he's like, I couldn't I couldn't speak to you. Man. Soft. You said that's Deal soft. You know what? Yeah, that, that, yeah, no, that's no soft. it's soft. It that's sounds soft, like you're being a bitch. You we, see dudes, we see dudes go at it. We see dudes go at it crazy on the court. Like, in a playoff series, dudes are just going at it nasty. When that series is done with, uh, it's all handshake. Yeah, uh, that's the new NBA, which is soft, really, because you know them cats on New York and Chicago didn't fuck with each other. You know them cats in New York and Miami didn't fuck with each other. Those Boston, you don't those think, Boston you really don't series, think... they didn't fuck with each other. Are you serious? Chris, that's what they wanted you, you to serious? think. I guarantee you, come from the dudes was hanging out. Marcelo, I'm not here. Yeah, you don't. I'm not here you don't for think that. Mike and you don't think Mike and Ewing were cool? You're out of your no, damn mind. No, I'm not Ewing here were cool. I'm talking about like, like Oak and Jordan. But after that's what I'm talking about. Oak and Chris. Jordan were after that were like a special case. Okay, so but you're like, talking about but, an enforcer, okay, Reggie, not the actual guy that matters. Reggie and John Starks hang. Do Reggie and John Starks hang? Reggie Miller hang out with John Starks though. Why would anyone want? Why would anyone want to hang out with either one of those two? You heard Reggie speak on TNT. Yeah, why would I want to hang out with 
it is no, not really. No, it's like Dan no, said, no, Michael Jordan and Patrick Ewing was going ham at each other. With Reggie Miller or John Starks, I asked you whether Reggie Miller and John Starks kick it with each other following their playoff series. And no, because they have nothing to talk about. Why, why don't they have something to talk about? So what are you yeah. saying? They couldn't talk about okay, they couldn't do, talk about do, like basketball. Did Chuck and Mike? They couldn't talk about the whole Did Chuck and Mike have something? Couldn't talk what about, about the issues what? of the day. What about? See, Chris is what trying to ignore that point. He's trying to talk as much as he can, so he ain't got to hear that point come across. What about Chuck and What about Chuck and Mike? If you're talking what about, about guys any... that were friends before who have a documentary. But yet you just said it. No, but I'm talking you're, about you. you're changing. I'm not. Yeah, there's always going to Mike and Scotty didn't like each other, and they were on the same damn team. What are you talking about? You can... Mike and Scotty didn't like each other. They were together all the time. It's all Michael and Scotty was real about it, but it wasn't like a Shaq and Kobe type. This like it was, you know, you go this way and I'm gonna chill over here type. (laughs) You know, like like yeah, but Mike, nobody got really along with Michael. Know that you know he was. (laughs) He was an asshole, like you know, like everyone. My whole point is that on the court in their craft, they were going at it tooth and nail. It was like nah. If do you know that's what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to go at it off the court, like in the off season. You know it's like it's whatever. We we not on the court right now. We can chill. But when we on the court, I'm at your head. That's yeah, basically what that, it that's was. Like, I have each other better. Absolutely. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what it was and, and, no, for the I'm most part. Marcel, if Bob Lanier didn't talk to Dr. J for 12 years or whatever it was, because because Julie's dunked on him. His damn feelings. It's called that. that, that that's that's cool. Okay, think about go, if you were, How would you feel? If you had the like the the parent teacher the parent teacher softball game as some dude right? took you out at home play and then the kids came back like Daddy he really fucked you up would you really talk to that dude after that would you be cool shaking that dude's hand yeah well, you'd have to get you'd have to give him his props and then you'd be like I got you next game you have to do something like that it'd be different. If he well, I don't even play softball. So my stuff is basketball. <laughs> but I see I, him on the court tomorrow. I think the difference is though, like, my like in my head where it changes is if it's like Pete Rose and I'm Ray Fossey, and he ran me over in an All Star game and it's effectively ended my career. Then we're then yeah, I'm not ever talking to you again. Oh, it's beef after you right. my, Even though my man just yeah, plays the game it, like that all the time, it's beef. You if you end my, your career, you're gonna have beef. I'm sorry. You if they physically you didn't mess you up. Him. Yeah. Ray Foster got more coaching teams. He was a manager. Should be all Congratulations. good. Congratulations. Yeah. Should be all good, right? <laughs> and you, I you like how Chris go to the screen like he wouldn't be mad that somebody ended his career when <laughs> <laughs> <'cause> somebody <laughs> broke his leg. All star. I'll concede the point. I'll concede the point. I'll concede the point. They're the, you're right. Y'all are right. These guys. They, well, basically, basically that's cool the whole reason why. I'm conceding the entire point. Oh, you're talking but no, I'm basically trying to go back to the whole Drake thing. The reason why people why it's so weak that he got upset. It's like, how you gonna get weak because somebody said they wanted to be better than you and they're a rapper too? Nobody's supposed to say, hey, this guy's better than me. If you're at the top, you're supposed to say, hey, I think I'm better than everybody. Because if you don't, why am I gonna listen to you? You don't even think you're good. Well, I'm not okay, gonna listen. Sorry to you. if you said if you're at the top, my bad. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're at the top and you're supposed to be at the top, you're not supposed to be like, well, I concede to this guy. No. You get in the booth. It don't matter who it is. Maybe like, oh, man, you get in the booth with Jay-Z. So what? Remember that link I posted? Joe Button released Pump It Up. Jay-Z got, got on Pump It Up and killed it. 
Joe Button took it back and murdered it. That's what you're supposed to do. Don't get in your feelings. We're still talking about this stupid Drake. It was on the same stuff, too. Like, Drake and Meek. We're still talking about this Drake and Meek. No, no, no. We're talking about Kendrick. We're talking about Kendrick. No, oh, okay. Well, no, I, I was just saying because we were on the subject, and we're still missing the point that Paige Kennedy killed them both and said, shut the hell up. Thank you. Radon <laughs> Randell smoked the boys. Paige Kennedy would have killed him if he was relevant as a rapper, but, but he did, I hear what he you're saying. He did it, really. It's like... I'm waiting for Dave Lillard to drop his first album at this point, because there's a lot of dudes that don't impress me as much as Yeah, man. Hey, did you, did you see, see that? Um, who's the ahead, NFL man. player who just dropped a mixtape? And I guess it's not actually that Rick, bad. Action Bronson. Mixtape last fall. Who was he dropped? Greg Hardy dropped a mixtape. Uh, did he, did he, uh, did he incriminate himself? Because that's the only Greg mix, Hardy mixtape I want to hear. One more. Oh, man. Like, that's what when they said he made a disc and like it, you know it was out here and like I tweeted I was like you know like ten games a hundred games you know like I did like, <laughs> like, that's what I tweeted I was like, you know but yeah no like it, it was petty as that was around the time he was suspended so I guess he knew how he was gonna spend his time I'm, I'm that's sure wild bro on a wild ride bro oh it was Lady tell on me y'all Bell. follow Lady Joe Button who did. Le'Veon Bell, the Pittsburgh Steelers running back. Oh. And I guess it's not too bad. Huh. I guarantee you he had something about weed in there, though. I might as well. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, what if he, what if, like, all, oh. these, all these cats try to put out, like, a real hard, they put out these real hard rhymes on their mixtapes. What if he just, said, like, released a currency type album where it's all laid back shit? That would be good. That would be smooth. Um... I think you guys are missing the best rapper that's an athlete, Carlos Boozer. Come on now. 26 inches help my cars go smoother. It's fresh Everybody out knows. Paint. I call it Carlos <laughs> Boozer. I was about to say Kobe, but then Kendall had two songs on my computer. He had the song Kobe with Tyra Banks singing the hook. Then he had the Kobe freestyle over who shot it. It was, oh my. And he always played them. Yeah, just laughing wait, at me. Kobe Bryant a couple rap tracks. You didn't know that? Yeah. Back when every back every NBA too. player wanted to be a... Well, Shaq is different. Because Shaq could Shaq actually... Shaq had a song with Dub C. Shaq had a song with uh, Fife from Tribe. I love that. And he had Biological Didn't Bother. Oh, like... Oh, yeah. That was a decent song. Um, he had Kobe Tell Me How My Ass Is. He had that, that one, too. That was a freestyle. Um, <laughs> that, was a freestyle. that was a freestyle. I know. According to D. Ray Davis, the song went Kobe Eat a Dick. Kobe eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, how my Kobe, how my dick tastes. Kobe, how my dick tastes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yo, please tell me y'all know. follow Lupe and Joe Budden on Twitter. Please. No. It's, it's the public apology later. Yeah, like, there's because, no. Because he got let go you know, from his volunteer sheriff's job. Mm-hmm. But no, if mm-hmm. we're talking about athlete tapes, my boy from grade school had the Frank Thomas album that he dropped. <laughs> and, uh, Tony Parker put out a French hip hop tape. Mm 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 mm. We're done. Uh, you know, Spree had a, an album out. AI no. had an, an album out. Was did Steve Francis make one? Probably. Or a, probably. Or was it Stephon Marbury? I re- oh, oh, Starberry might have done it too. Starberry might have also done that. Oh my God. Also, I guess Starberries came back, but that's off the point. 
He's a god in China, man. I heard. That, they made a musical it, for it, him. <laughs> they made a step on Barbary. No, it's okay. It's an, uh, a musical where a kid wants to. It's, I think it's kind of like like Mike, except without the magic shoes. But the, like Marbury, the, this this kid wants to be a great I basketball player, it. and so it's Ubaya about does. his odyssey to get like a, a big, you know, to become a great basketball player. There's a part where the dream sequence, where Stephon Marbury shows up in his dream. Oh my god. Man. It's like the Sandlot when fake Babe Ruth comes out, except it's Stefan Marbury. Oh my god. The Babe Ruth that looks nothing like Babe Ruth? That's my man's that was the uh, offensive line coach of the replacements. Or was it D? No, it was the defense. Just got the defensive John Goodman coach. to do it again. The defensive coach, where my man was afraid that um, Buddy was go- or Earl Washington was going to steal his watch. Earl Wilkerson was going to steal his watch. We don't want to be out here alone. Outside out of screaming, screaming distance. distance. <laughs> <laughs> I might put that movie on tonight after the show. Also, Dan, how dare you put up that line from Remember the Titans like I wasn't going to know what it was, man. I See, that, that just insulted me, man. Which line? He put up that line as like the, the Novocaine line. It was like, and he, and he misquoted the line. That's what I was about to say. Oh, my God. For the love of My man Christ. comes out and he's like, that's an awful skinny playbook, coach. Well, we run six plays, split V. It's like Novocaine. Give it time, it always works. And then the <laughs> random white dude. No, wait, what? I'm, I'm missing it. Um, I could, I seriously. And I also, I also only half quoted the line. I just said, give. It's like Novocaine. Give it time, it always works. I didn't get the split V part. I just wanted to get the Novocaine in there. Was there was something. Jesus I remember Christ. seeing it. There was something you said that it was off, and I was like, that's not exactly how it goes. But suffice it to say that I think I talked to somebody who had not seen Remember the Titans. It was a girl, and I'm pretty sure I just dropped her on the spot. <laughs> it's, it's sad, man. It's like Disney, in terms of live-action movies, has not had a good track record the last 10 years or so that I can really think of. Remember the Titans is a hit. Like, she said she hasn't seen the, she seen hasn't the seen movie? She hasn't seen Remember the Titans. I was like, peace. So why don't you just show her the movie? Because I couldn't. No, she was. No, nah, man. I'm not I'm not this part where I'm trying to like lead kids to the promised land out here. You better go and see that That makes no sense. You better go that and see that no I'm not going to watch that the movie no with sense. you without you having seen I'll the movie. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the why. Why do you have to action? watch the movie? Just tell her to go see oh, it. So I'm going to be somewhere where Remember the Titans is on and not watch it? Fuck out of here, B. Make up your mind, bruh. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna be there while she. I need her to watch the movie, like the movie, and then we straight. Then we can watch the movie together after that. If she watches, I need her to see it independent of me, because I don't want to cloud her judgment. So if she doesn't like the movie, and that's cool, we had a good time, but we just gotta be friends. If she likes oh, the movie, okay, <laughs> let's be real. Who have you met ever that doesn't like Remember the Titans? I've met a couple people. I was pissed. Why didn't they like it? Lie. They were probably at a Trump rally or something. Uh, well, that <laughs> what, if they, what if they just thought it was corny? They were probably still at the Trump rally. That was my issue with one of the more recent like sport live action movies. And that was 42 with Jackie Robinson. You made it corny. You could have made that a phenomenal movie yeah, about what actually it, happened. It was. However. They glossed over some how, things fairly quickly. Every. They glossed over everything. At the the tail end, for sure, when they showed Red Barber clapping in slow-mo, they did the slow-mo home run, which you kind of knew they were going to do. 
But that was corny. They had some moments, though, where it was solid. But you're right, Dan. They weren't. And when did Branch Ricky become a growling, angry man? I, I, like, I don't remember ever thinking Branch Ricky sounded like that. Like, uh, no. Have you ever heard him talk? I've never heard him talk. I don't think there's any actual audio of him speaking. Is there's there's got to be some somewhere. Just with a, uh, I'm guessing this is Montel saying he's got to do it. Yep. Bye, Montel. Oh. My fault. The mouse yeah. double clicked. The mouse double clicked. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought he was the leader. Uh, no, no, no. I'm My fault, Montel. You can, really? you can go, man. Really? Oh, not okay. what, just... what happened? Um, I I clicked. Uh, I was trying to X out of some window that it popped up, and the mouse. My mouse is so bad that it just once I click once, it'll click twice on some stuff. Oh, so you you kicked me out of the chat, huh? Yeah. Well, Marcel was Marcel got knocked out too, Dan. It wasn't just you. It's a race thing. I know it is. It's fine. Always this is fine. I'm thing. fine. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out this GIF on Imgur that I'm about to send y'all. This kid gets all a, a GIF, a GIF, whatever you want to call it. Man. It's gonna be called a GIF. I'm not calling it a GIF. Uh, it's not peanut butter. Not peanut butter. Check it out. It's this dude gets all messed up on this little crossover. Um, so like I said, Jordan Jones is not here this week, so we gotta we gotta do the usual thing. We'll fill in for Jordan. Everybody has their one thing or person this week that deserves the Jive Turkey of the Week award. So uh, we'll take it to Jordan Jones, Jive Turkeys of the Week, which you all have anticipated and salivated for the entire week. And now, it's time for Jordan Jones' Jive Turkeys of the Week. No Jive Turkey. Jive Turkeys of the Week. Raisin Bran with bananas cut in it. Over and over and over. Jive Turkeys of the Week. It ain't cool being no 
Bacon. Raisin Bran with bananas cut in it. You just call me a John My jive turkey for this week um, has to go to the protester that I mentioned earlier, or the uh, sorry, the, the supporter, the Trump supporter at this rally. Whether these are staged or not, because I had a, a there was an inkling in my mind like maybe these are maybe these are staged. That these protesters are getting jumped at these rallies. Maybe it's staged. Maybe it's just a thing to like rally support against Trump, which. Would you really need to rally more support against Donald Trump? I guess you could say yes, you could say no. But to the guy that punched the dude in the face that was being escorted out of the Donald Trump rally, like shame on you just seems to be the best way to put it because as, as plaintive and naive as that might sound, like, really, you're, you're punching a dude in the face that's leaving. Even if he's talking shit, all you gotta do is wave him out and be like, yeah, you don't get to be here while we hear some of this narrative from the greatest political figure since Do- since Dwight Eisenhower himself, since Ronald Reagan himself. You could just wave him out and be on your and let him be on his way. But no, nah, you had to, like, sucker punch my man's in the face. Like, you couldn't even step in front of him and, and do that. Like, at least at the Malice at the Palace, my man's ran up in front of Ron Artest and got and got two pieced. Like at least they were squared up. With the biscuit. Exactly. Fries on the side too. Church's chicken okra and shit. But like he wasn't even looking at you. The dude was walking out with security around him. He wasn't even looking at you. And you like decided, yeah, you know what, this is my chance to punch this dude. Like that's just some sucker shit. Shame on you, man. That's that's real soft. That's just so incredibly soft. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this Trump rally tomorrow just to see what kind of people are there. But I swear if some people are out there they're just going to sucker punch cats, I'm going to have to come with one of those uh, telescoping whoop-ass sticks just to be ready. It's, that was the thing. People are telling me to be careful because I'm going to a political rally. And not some random offshoot grassroots political rally of some crazy candidate. Necess- well, okay, comparatively speaking. But this is for a main right. political party in the, um, in America. People are telling me, yo, be careful out there, man. Like, I'm going to I'm some bad side the- of town. Oh, yeah. I'm actually surprised you're not going to the Bernie rally tomorrow. He's an Argo. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. All right, Argo High, yeah. Uh, Marcel, who you got for your jive turkey this week, man? Hmm. Jive turkey. Jordan Jones. <laughs> we already did him already. We can't. We can't give. We can't. We can't. Yeah, do you. That twice. You completely. There was a. There was a nice CTA bus riding by, and you threw him right under it. But no, nah, damn. It was one of those those pace buses, those double decker pace buses that takes the highway that has the sign over it, where the bus can use the shoulder. And it, and it's a lot on the shoulder, and, you're, and every time you're in the far left lane, you think this thing's going to take off your rear view. Yes. Like, this thing is going to clock. Yes. <laughs> it was one of those. It's going to those, those mini charter buses. Jordan is no more, man. But go ahead, Montel. Uh, hmm. Did you just call Marcel Montel? Oh, I did say you... Montel. Damn, my bad. <laughs> I even did the um like Montel. Um, uh, who could we give it to? I guess I guess what I saw this week was the whole um, 
Yeah, they were talking about. Uh, I saw somebody say Kendrick is one of the dopest lyricists they've ever seen, but he'd lose to Drake in the battle. I guess I give those people job turkey simply because if y'all are so goofy to really believe that just because Drake might say a half decent line and seeing the end of it that he went that that that's a win because you you it's kind of catchy. You, you you got what are you guys thinking? Not to mention, I saw someone else compare it to. They said, well. It's like flash. It's like flash and entertainment versus uh versus lyrics. It's like LL versus cannabis. It is not like LL versus cannabis. Cannabis is nowhere near Kendrick right now. I don't understand how people don't see how different this is than previous battles like this. It's like if it's to ever happen. First of all, we live in an era where trap and turn up music reigns supreme. Yet Kendrick remains like right up there on the top, pretty much. This is not some ordinary quote-unquote lyrical miracle as people always use to disrespect when did that become a disrespectful term at lyrical miracle yeah i thought that was just the line that you that you like it's so easy and so like generic you just you're not supposed to use it in a rhyme i like i don't living know legends people use that as a, a joke people, people use that as an excuse like we you got people out here that are literally dissing and saying someone will lose a rap battle because they can rap i am at I'm at a loss for words. Well, I told you, I told you the rap is not about real, real, you know, lyrical content anymore, except for the fact that there are rappers that, it's my usual complaint with the audience. It's my usual complaint with the audience. I'll leave it at that. I'll Mm -hmm. leave it at that. It's just my usual complaint with the audience. They're not demanding. But well, the thing about it is, I saw someone else tweet a very interesting tweet that I uh, that Montel had retweeted as well. He said, um, "If rappers say they, uh, they, he said to pimp a butterfly outsold Dirty Sprite Two and Evil. So if you really just want to sell, why don't you make more experimental trap, uh, funk, jazz instead of uh, <laughs> <laughs> instead of the normal turn up?" But you know that was because Kendrick had built the following. Built that. Saying, you're right. You're if, if that album is supposed to be as whack and weak as people are saying it is, why does it sell so much? What TPAB? Yeah. Who said it was? Because oh. hey, you got you got a lot of you got a lot of people. That was when I heard Kendrick sold out to the white people. How do you yeah. sell out to the white because, people with that album? Oh my god, the blackest album to come out in a long too? time. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like it's. You're talking about a dude who is celebrating African American pride, being it's black. All kind of jazz yeah, and funk in there. It's black music. What I'm saying, if you want to talk about a rapper who sold out to the white community, it's Drake. Right. He sold out to us. Right. Like cater to us so you can make more record sales. The problem is you're not as good or even close to as good as him. Go away. Go back to Canada and go, go hang out in the red light district. No one wants you here. Go away. So. Yeah, basically the job turkeys are the people. They're just, they're just literally going, oh well, I'm not entertained. I'm like, well, if we're talking about a battle, you know what a battle in ensues. Like, a lot of those people are the same people who are like, oh, Jay Z won the Nas battle, which is like the debate that'll never die. But for me, it's just like after Ether, the battle's pretty much over. So how do I say Jay Z won? But Jay Z spit facts on Takeover. How do I know they're facts? Besides the fact he slept with his baby mom, that's the only thing I know to be facts. How do I know some of that other stuff that uh, Nas was talking about wasn't fact? How do we know that he wouldn't have put them in a pine box 
with with nine shots from his Glock. I don't know if he wouldn't have done it. Oh goodness, we don't know this. How do we know okay. that Jay Z couldn't keep his face out of uh, Foxy Brown's vagina? How do we know this? Is it really that? Big? Oh, is it, is it really that big of a deal to eat box? It's really not, but his, that wasn't the point. He said Foxy Brown is only Was big that your impression of eating box? Damn, damn, for real? That sounded like a toilet flush. That sounded like some dude getting a swirly, Dan. He said, that's bad yodeling. That's the dude that smokes in the church choir warming up. Dan, do I sound good? I can't do the drums like Mattel, man. <laughs> but no, basically, but basically that that line stems from the fact that he said Foxy is only big you up because that's all you're doing to her. If you weren't doing that, she would not be big you up. <laughs> that's where the line comes from. But either way, it's like you got those you got those guys that are like, yeah, Jay Z spit all facts. I'm like, yeah, whatever, bro. All I know is the battle ended with Ether, and Ether is now Verb. Just saying. I had an argument with my man Lane Marshall about this when I talked to him back in August. And he was Does he have a girlfriend him. named Lily? No. No. Nate Marshall. Nate Marshall. His last name is Marshall. Oh, well. Cool. <laughs> so you had a debate with him. Oh, uh, I love let's just get to Dan's Jive Turkey of the Week. We'll get to that later. We can talk a little bit more about that later. Well, yeah, those are my Jive Turkeys. Stop being dummies. Oh yeah, well that that's kind of where mine's going. Mine, mine's like a two-part job, Turkey. One, Republican supporters. It's okay to be Republican. Shut up, though. I'm not. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into this. I'm about giving everyone a handout because I like the blacks and the Mexicans. Yes. This is what I'm about. Not black and the people. Not black. <laughs> God, just I'm no, no, I'm not, not there. <laughs> and then the other, the, the, the other one is, um, just, uh, people about uh like who get mad at sports teams for giving people money. It's not your money. If they want, like you know, you can criticize and say that's a stupid contract. But let's see how it plays out because I'm just as guilty as that of the other. But to just like. Number one, this is their profession. Go and get yours if someone's willing to give it to you. If someone's willing, if I'm Olivier Vernon, the Giants are saying, here's $58.5 million guaranteed, fine, I'm taking it right to the bank. I'm running, I'm running with it to the bank. Don't get mad at these teams because they're stupid. Just let them do it. It's not your money. Well, I pay for the ticket sales, my friend. Yeah, your ticket pays the guy selling hot dogs. Shut the hell up and go away. <laughs> Done with this. Your TV money pays the the contracts of the players. Advertisements, not your $140. Shut up. I'm done with this. Golly, is it that hard to understand? Read a freaking article. Read a Forbes magazine, jackass. I'm, oh, my God. Every day, it's like, why did the Bears get Bobby Massey $18 million? He graded out this, that, the uh, Shut up. Go away. <laughs> go find the nearest bridge and go jump into the water. Maybe get a cool dip in the pool, you stupid bitch. Go away. Wow. Done with you. 
He's just advocating you guys to go take a nice cold shower and wake up. That's all. Not your money. Why do you care? Do you do you get mad at surgeons for making $150,000 a year? That's not your money either. But you're not mad at them? Oh, whatever. See? Never, never mind the fact that everybody should be able to, you know... Not be sick, but you know. oh, but that goes back to the Republicans. If I if I if I don't have a good enough job that gives me good enough benefits, I can't go to the surgeon. Oh, yeah. I'm not good enough. That's true. <laughs> I'm not. Good. True. I'm not uh, good uh, enough. For but life is precious. Life is precious. Hey, hey, life lady. is precious, hey, lady. Life is precious. Until you turn like six months don't old. Dare. Life is precious so long as you're white and can afford it. Or a baby. <laughs> or any baby. Or baby. Almost any baby of almost any color. That was born in America, on American soil. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a Mexican, then Donald Trump will throw you back in Mexico and take you. Uh, I saw a great, I saw a great little uh, comic. They said basically, this is this is those guys that say all lives matter. So, so a guy got hit by a car. He's laying down the street. A passer, uh, passerby walks by. He's like, oh my goodness, what happened to you? He said, I got hit by a driver. He said, what? Not all drivers hit people like that. What is your problem? <laughs> And he walks off on the guy. Wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Actually, I'm think I might go by Argo tomorrow. I really might. Just go. I think it'd be kind of cool. To see. see how it is. Yeah. Not, see what it's like. Yeah, I might. I've never. I'll, I'd go once, never go again, because I'm afraid if I go, Bernie might peel over. This is my. This would be my luck. <laughs> Bernie. You go to the one where Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is actually, you know what I might do? I might show up. I might show up to the Trump rally dressed like a '90s G, just like a '90s OG, big old like sweatshirt three times too big for me, pants like that are six times too big for me, and white Air Force Ones. <laughs> yes. And, and yes. just see what. Or gonna be like, why are you dressed like this? Are you mocking? No, I'm just here to irritate the angry, stupid white people. Well, I want to. I want to irritate middle-aged white America. But it's this young white America too. But I don't. I don't even want to get involved on it. I gotta. I gotta hey. cut it short because I am supremely. <laughs> it's, it's young white. I'm young white. I'm young white America, Chris. What What the hell does that mean? Not all huh? young white Americans, Dan. Little bitch. Not all bitch young white Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that everybody races hashtag, please. Oh man. Alright, I want to thank everybody that came on the podcast tonight. <laughs> I got to. I got dude, I feel I feel terrible right now. My head feels like it's gonna explode. I'm dying. Hey, how you gonna go out on the weekend? You're not even feeling good, man. I might not go out. But I'm fe- I was feeling better earlier today, so I was all gassed up. Take some Pepto, take it. Have some Pepto, take a nap and, nap and quit being a bitch and go outside. Can't drink Pepto-Bismol. Take some Robitussin and take a nap, Pepto-Bismol sweetie. Pepto-Bismol makes me throw up. It does the opposite take of what it's Robitussin supposed to do. Take some Robitussin and take a nap. Sleep it out. What was the Chris Rock bit? You got cancer? Take some Tussin. Tussin. <laughs> take oh. Tussin to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... You it's... got a gunshot wound to the chest? Take some Tussin and take a nap. Oh, man. <laughs> like, what? It's like my big fat Greek wedding when she sprayed wind, her parents sprayed Windex on everything. Windex on everything. I love that was one of the best jokes I've ever seen when they're at the like they're almost getting ready for the ceremony, and her fiance like sneezes, 
And he's like, oh, he's like, what's wrong? He's like, I don't know, I got a cold. And her grandma pulls out some Windex and just sprays it all over him. And just nobody says a word. I was rolling in the theater. I was fucking rolling. It was just the best time joke. It's one of the best time jokes I've ever seen in my life. It was perfect. Also, want to give a shout out to, uh, before we do on the show, uh, if you haven't. Eric Johnson. Well, of course, I mean, oh, you missed it. Eric Johnson is swimming with sharks in the Gulf of Mexico this week. He got stung by a jellyfish earlier this week. So, uh, speedy Who recovery. Who peed on him? Prayers up. So, yeah, pee did on get R. Kelly? Get out there, pee on my man's Eric Johnson. Did... Wait, what? I was going to say, did we get R. Kelly out there? Make oh, sure he's okay? No. <laughs> but seriously, in all seriousness, Mondays at Improv Olympic, they're at uh, 1501 North Kingsbury. If you, have, if, you, if you live in Chicago and you haven't had the chance to go see I.O., Go do it. It's improv comedy. They get a suggestion from the Good. audience, and then they make it up on the spot. But these people go through hours and hours of training and practices, so they can, you know, it, you got to have a special mindset, and you got to do a lot of practice to do improv well. And there's a group called Three Pete that goes Monday nights at 10:30 at Improv Olympic. I saw them this last uh, this last Monday. They were hilarious. All black improv group. They are off the charts funny. Uh, they do a they do a diversity jam on the first Monday of every month. So if you go to the show, you put your ID in a bucket, you get to go up there on stage and do your thing with some people who might be trained, might not be trained. It's fun. Oh, what? Drinks. Are they good. let you go up there and do improv? Yeah, dude. It's it, it was I mean, fun. That's it's all fun. I'm really good at. It's fun. That's all I'm really good at. Improv, Straight so. up, it's fun. They they uh they they took one suggestion. They took uh I think um Uber. I think their suggestion was a uh, uh, like taxi rides or, or Uber like you know ride sharing, and my man did this monologue about an Uber ride he'd had, and that was their suggestion. They went from there, and they ended up doing this thing with like Kelly and Michelle were doing an album, and and Florence and the Machine. <laughs> no, like like one of the guys was Mark Ronson. And they have a piano player there, so he went over to the side, and he was mimicking playing piano, and she was, like, trying to follow his movements. And they had this little back and forth, but it was like he kept playing after people told him to quit. And so then he had voices in his head. They were like, yo, Mark, just play what you played before. Then you hear a dude off stage like, you're the real star out here, Mark. Play what you want. <laughs> it was it was gold, man. They were on fire. So please go out. I mean, go to Improv Olympic. Uh, support improv comedy. It's, it's it's difficult, but it's fun. A lot of people work for free to do it, trying to make their name. And so many people have come through Improv Olympic uh, that are stars now, that were stars in the past. Mike Myers, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, uh, the Belushis came through there. Second City, Stephen Colbert. Nice. All these guys. Yep, that was, these, I was about Peele to say when you bring it up Improv Olympic. Jordan, Jordan that, Peele was in. They have, they have a, like, um, they have a, a picture frame of so many people who have come through there who have gotten famous off there. A lot of people who are on... Improv... Yeah, Chicago's good at putting out comedians like that. Improv Olympic oh, and yeah. Second City. That's, oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's like, pretty ridiculous. If you watch NBC, if you watch Parks and Rec, just to name one, like half the actors on there came through Improv Olympic. So... Yeah, man, check it out. It is how we stay in the old school. Dope. It is. It is very much so. Uh, thanks to Montel Hardy who came on earlier. Check him out on Twitter at Montel NFL. He'll be doing work with the NGSC Draft Central crew. 
all this month leading up to the NFL draft. But, you know, even though NGSC does sponsor the show, we never stop. They will not beat our draft coverage, which I will be setting up. We will get Jordan out there as our on-the-spot reporter to finally get him in with some fine-ass cheerleading chicks. So check that out. We're going to do it. I swear. Only if they're Latin. If we, if we have to get one of those fucking church, church picnic folding tables out there, we're going to do it. Oh, I thought you were going to say if we have to have Jordan use his, we can go to church sometime line. That's what I thought we was going to happen. Have you been to church lately? We can go to church. Hey, Chris, we got to be real, real quick. Why, why we let, uh, why, why you should, why Aisha Curry and Selena Gomez got the same cheeks looking like oranges? You have. <laughs> <laughs> you got damn right. Let him close the show, man. man. Like, like how does Aisha, Aisha Curry like just fit everywhere else, and then you get up to her face, and it's just like, man, at, you just got at Montel NFL. You look like you ate like twelve puffer fish, and you know you're allergic to them, and you just like, you know, oh for the love Eric of Christ, Johnson let him finish. On Twitter, it's, it's, it's cool though. She light skinned, so she gets a pass. <laughs> she gets a pass because she light skinned. Never mind, I won't slander her. Start Kyle Orton blog can be found at startkyleorton.blogspot.com. <laughs> Seriously, though, how, Jordan, really, Jordan just, Jones was not with us this week, but he can be found on Twitter at EL underscore CO24 on Twitter. Uh, Marcel Ayers, one of our mainstays of this podcast, he composed the intro theme that you hear on this show every week. He composed the one on the show before that, and he made the theme for the Jordan Jones Jive Turkeys of the Week segment as well. So Montel, as we always say, what should these super whack-ass rappers do when they're sitting down to their hungry man dinners on their TV table folding <laughs> trays and they pull out their their tomato-stained steno pad of their super-scribbled rhymes that look like cursive from the second grade? What should they do? Well, you said Montel and not Marcel, so I was waiting around for him again. Well, you know well, okay, I mean? Marcel, what should they do? Now, I know what you're saying, bro. You know, hit your boy up. You know, got the beats on deck, man. Just hit your boy up. It's okay. They're very affordable. They only start off at uh, five figures. You know, you're fine. You're very cheap. Just stop paying the car, though, for a minute and take the bus. It's easy. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, you you really don't have to play that light bill or buy that Infamil. You're fine. <laughs> Infamil. <laughs> or you can work the corner off of 35th and Archer. That's fine, too. Are there really hoes over there? <laughs> I have no idea, man. This I'm making a... But real quick, though. You, <laughs> you, but real quick. You right, over, right over by the Connie's Pizza? Yeah, dude. It's like, oh, that's, that's like 26th that's in RJ, man. Okay, I'm sorry. I was off by a mile. Oh, my God. God forbid. <laughs> Yo, a whole mile up. is kind of a lot, That's Dan. a mile, Dan. That's not like a block. That's a couple I blocks. Was, that's eight. Hey, it's like you said, Dan. Like close to where uh where you was trying to move to early. You like that mile was the difference between safety and Thank trouble. You. Thank you, Marcel. That yeah, is, but wait, what is that? Twenty six in Archer. That that's bridge court, basically. Ish. Everything's talking about, yeah. my man. Yo, real quick know. though, Chris, you get Selena outro. Gomez and Aisha yeah. Curry, put them right next Dan to each other. You be like, hey, they're a couple. They're a couple on Twitter at Grizzly Gridiron. I'm just not even going to address Literally. this anymore. Damn being can be found on Twitter at Grizzly Gridiron. And you can be found on the Grizzly Gridiron blog on Chicago Now. It's broken! 
Oh, it's my bad. But we'll get Dan writing. Um, once again, I got I, I, I gotta get. I gotta talk to Chicago now. It's broken. I can't publish anything. It won't let me publish. Uh, <laughs> I can get to the WordPress, and I go to hit publish, and it, it won't let me publish. Oh man, you gotta pay some people off. You man. sure you want to publish? Green tea, also, Dan. I, I, Green tea this weekend to get your voice back after tryouts on Saturday. Why do y'all assume I'm a yelly, screamy coach? I don't it's know. not Chris's fault. We, it's not Blake. It's all Blake. We made all those. We made all those Tibbs jokes, man. <laughs> ice, 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 ice. Heavy <laughs> roll of the most. Heavy roll of the most. <laughs> Go away. Hey, shout out! Hey, shout out to Fred Hoiberg getting that tech tonight. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for getting off the bench, Fred. Like, I'm not saying you haven't before. I know this is I probably... I mean, he, he, he was trying not to, but he just couldn't I mean, do it. it. He was like, Todd got fouled! And they probably weren't going to win that game, but that's something you have to do at the end of this bullshit season. You have to do that. You just have to. You, have you to. also have to... I swear to God, if next year I see Noah and Powell and Taj and this whole crew back, I'm done. I'm absolutely done. He's I can't promise, do it again. Folks, he's made a promise. Hold him to it. Let's see what happens. I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised promise. if they let go at least one yeah. or two. You've got to let go of all of them. They're all old and not part of the future. This bad. Stop this. Hey, hey, Chris, you talk about Asani. Asani been saying uh, Ty's gifts in the future, not the past two years, but Ty's gifts was the future for like five years, even though he was a like, we knew what he was going to be a long time ago. Yeah, we, he, he's essentially the exact same dude now that he was as a rookie at a, as a 27-year-old. Like he's just, um, I'm saying. No, 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 no. And we're at the end of the show. All right, all right. So Someone get and all y'all God, like fawn over. Somebody. Someone go get Tony Snell onesie. Someone go get I need my, I need my, I need Tony I Snell need and my, Carmelo Anthony at the barber shop. I need my Larry Hughes teddy bear, man. Larry Hughes. Man, Larry Hughes was not the same. Find me on Twitter at Quandary Kitten. That's at K W A N D A R Y Kitten. Dan, go ahead. He won't follow you back, Dick. Thank you. He followed me back, though. Dan acting like I didn't follow <laughs> No, nah, he followed me back. He, he waited a minute to follow Dan. He was trying to size Dan up. He's like, I don't too much know this dude. I'm going to Man, I don't even remember. White I really don't. So uh, I only follow one white person at a time, and that's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric and I. Hey, he waited. It. The funniest thing is that <laughs> Eric and I had this long ass. We would, we would, I would mess with him in class uh, when we were still in school about how, because he hated Twitter. He thought Twitter was the stupidest thing ever when it came, like when it got kind of big. And we were talking about it in class, in like our uh, journalistic writing class, I think. And I would always leave like, "Yo, what up, man?" You heard about that Twitter? Wave of the motherfucking future, man. And he would always scoff. <laughs> and then he got a Twitter. <laughs> he got a Twitter, and I was rolling him on it. Because he realized Twitter is not nearly as bad as he thought it was. I mean, it's, it's it still gives cool. idiots a voice, but it gives some other people a wait, voice, too. Wait, can, can we go, can we just have a, a fun, fun little thing here before we close out? Are we going to keep talking gonna, about the two oranges that everybody loves? Please not. No, please no, please just, I'm going to give you a list of I don't know. Let's figure this out here. Come on, uh, man. Twelve names. I'm gonna give you. Yeah, not, I got it. I got it ready. Here is a list of about Moving twelve out. names, and I'm just gonna let you guys have this sink in for a bit. 
Brent Berry, Corey Benjamin, Mario Bennett, Keith Booth, Randy Brown, Mark Bryant, Corey Carr, Cornell David, Ron Harper, Charles Jones, Tony Kukoc, Andrew Lang, Rusty LaRue, Dickie Simpkins, and Bill Wennington. Is that the 1998-99 Bulls roster? That it is. And you say, oh, oh, that is rough. Oh, my God. They had Brent Berry at one point? That's the funny part. They had Brent Berry before Tony Parker slept with his wife. (laughs) Tony Parker slept with everybody. He had Eva Longoria. They said, how could you cheat on Eva Longoria? Because he probably found two other chicks that look even better. You know, and he was just like, well, it's not not like Eva. It's not like Eva cares. It's what's good radio the number one. And the show is on SoundCloud.com slash what's good radio. Facebook.com slash WGR sound. Also, Sports.com. You never stop. Find my bully ball blog on there every single week. Please get over the cold, Chris. We gotta kick it again. <laughs> Till next time, folks. Be good. Do great things. It's a daily operation. He might be loose in the park or lurking at the train station. Mad brothers know his name. So he thinks he got a little fame from the stick-up game. And while we're blaming society, he's at a party with his man. They got the eye and the gold chain that the next man's wearing. It looks big, but they ain't staring. Just thinking of a way and when to get the brother. They'll be long gone before the kid recovers. And back around the way, he'll have the chain on his neck. Claiming respect. Today's outro is Just to Get a Rep by Gangstar, remixed by Mad Lib. The What's Good Radio intro theme was composed by Marcel Ayers. Find his work at soundcloud.com slash luckymenace. What's Good Radio is a production of Grown Man Business Incorporated in conjunction with Aerodynamics Entertainment.